Welcome to the Mega Man's Podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This will be episode 138 of Beer Talks 44. Uh, right now, I'm in the city of La Habra. Uh, I might have to call that work. We don't know yet. Uh, my guest for today, uh, well, I was trying to get this uh, this guy on for a very long time. The scheduling, the timing. Um, I did a podcast uh, with the Kickback Podcast. He came. Is Mega Man going to be there? So yeah. Uh, we all know him as Gilbert Gonzalez. That's right. But... We all know him because you see the skull, dead, malt, anarchy. What's up, man? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, man. Thanks for having me, brother. Um, it's been a minute. You know what I mean? You and I have been uh, trying to get this thing together, but yeah, we finally got it. Thanks for having me. I, yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Um, I wanted to get you on last year because I, would, I wanted to do 50 episodes of all these craft beer people. From social media, home brewers, uh, people who are just ch- doing, making a little pinch, right. or m- you know, being like a juggernaut and going through the fucking wall in the beer game. Yeah. I want to have different types of people to. Uh, I want to understand uh, insides and outs of the beer game. Yeah, it, man. It's uh, it was something, but you know, we got to work, and I know we were supposed to. Then you crashed your car. <laughs> I did. Fuck yeah. So we we're supposed to that day. I was supposed to drive to you. I don't know if you remember. Mm-hmm. I hit you up, and I was like. Hey, bro, I got I in an accident. I didn't want you to think, like, oh, this guy's bailing. I was like, so I, I, I think I even sent you a picture. <laughs> you sent me a picture, like, like, yeah, I just fixed it. I was, yeah. my, I was washing my clothes. Yeah, I was on the freeway, and I got into an accident uh, on my way to go talk to you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, fuck, bro, like, let me send him a picture so he believes me so I don't fucking lie, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, you know what? Like, I had a couple of guests I won't mention, but they kind of bailed because they said, like, I told them, how come you don't want to do your podcast? And they were like... Oh, you're just too you're too over the place yeah you're like a zebra yeah. you, you you put you put the because a lot of people don't like what i put the means on oh, funny dude. means of this you're like dude what the fuck is up all you do is talk about pussy dude dude i'll go through memes for hours bro like I, i'm just like flicking my phone either on youtube or instagram mm-hmm. i love like memes man next thing i know it's like <laughs> three in the morning and i'm like oh fuck i got work in a bit you some know? girl uh today uh no lie she unfollowed me because i put the bart simpson is like and he's in the bed and he's like and the and the girl's like she comes home drunk it's like that dick better be up <laughs> I and i was I yeah I and she was like i didn't like that picture it's like well maybe you're not getting any and shit yeah. like that and she unfollowed me and stuff so it's like you can't make everyone happy right you gotta but, crop your face in those pictures i know oh yeah that'd be a good idea uh the reason why i wanted to get you on because uh everyone like i'm looking at him right now the skull looking at me like um uh, Everything, the beers, uh, we have so much to talk about with the kickback, uh, your clothing line, what you're doing in the beer game. But uh, uh, first things first, um, let's talk about the bottle share because we got fucking oh, lit. Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't tell you this, but the bottle that you brought, that's the one that you got Mega Man fucked up. The Black Tuesday? The Black Tuesday. That fucked me up. What was the percentage on that? Uh, 19%, 19.7, oh. something like that. Now I know. Yeah, from the brewery, Black yeah. Tuesday. I mean, everybody knows when you guys are listening to this, if you guys hear Black Tuesday, either you've tried it or you know about it. Oh, I didn't even tell you. So, were you the one that poured the shot for uh, We Are Parch? Yeah. And he chugged it and he's like, can't do it. Yeah, man. That And it was a little glass. Yeah, I always see him chug like the... Like the loggers or pilsners or IPAs, but I was like, nah, let me let let me tell this dude to chug a fucking uh, He's a, a stout. How I mean, <laughs> I got messed up, but to me, I don't know, it was smooth, but in my my uh my taste, it kind of tastes like Jaeger. Jaeger? No, not not that one. I did pour the the Jaeger Stone collab. 
after. Oh. And I gave you some of that as well. That was like, okay. So I, that one you could taste the Jaeger. Cause yeah. Because when I had that, I was like, and we were like, Mega Man, you okay? It's like, I think I'm going to go sleep in my car. And you did. You I went did, away, didn't you? I, yeah. <laughs> but at least, like, at least my car was like on the same street. Yeah. It's just that rear part, he, he, had, he took my keys. Yeah, I was like, where's Steven at? They're like, oh, he'll be back, he'll be back. <laughs> yeah, I laid down, I was all hot, and I was like tripping out. Where's my phone with my wallet? But they they all had it, because, you know, I don't want to be yeah. like, you know. But it was good to have, it was a man, next time I would have to pace myself. Yeah, it's not it's not the first time I've got somebody drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. almost like the fucking Bill Cosby <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, fucking Cosby Jew. I know, like, uh, when I got there, we. I, mean, what, I know you got there a little late, but I got there at like almost like 8 o'clock, 8, 10 hours, drinking like... Electric, yeah, boom, that was like, no, fuck. This yeah, thing. I showed up at 9 with my brother, um, and when I thought at 9, it was still people going to be walking in. By 9 o'clock, it was already cracking, it was popping. In there, there was right people now. there at fucking 7.50, 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I, bro, loved it. I was yeah. like, what time did you guys leave? Uh, honestly, I couldn't even tell you, bro. Who I, drove? Your brother drove? I drove. <gasps> Damn. Yeah, I drove. I mean, I, I should, probably shouldn't have drove. But I was cool, though. Was cool. Shout out to the ratchetness. She had to take me home. She she uh, she's like, I'll take you home, Mega Man. And she drove my car to Long Beach. And after she dropped me off and everything, are you okay? Uh, she took a, a Uber and went to Aero Lodge with the, some of the crews from uh, oh, right. some SGV yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. So I was like, but I was I had a hangover for like two days. <laughs> I was like a huge headache and everything. And I was like, you want a beer? No beer. Because yeah. it was like I had too much. It's like, man, it's like, and Daniel was all lit up. Everyone was fucked up. Yeah, dude, it was a good event. I'm glad you made it out. It was just something that, you know, this is my second time doing it with Daniel. Well, Hip Hop Craft mm-hmm. and uh, Beard Thug Live joined this time. So it was cool collaborating with Daniel and Edgar. I'm taking um, a lift next time. Oh, you have to. Uh, yeah, but I was like fucking 60 bucks for a round trip. I'm like, fuck it. I'm, I don't know how much it costs, but damn, dude, I... Fuck yeah, I, I'm I'm glad you had a good time, man. We really the main thing was to try and get a bigger place because I know we do it at Uncle Henry's. It's too and small. Uncle Henry's is awesome though. Like I love Uncle Henry's. Oh yeah. Too, but I told Daniel like you know we talk on the side. It's like hey we can grow this and I'm not saying at a big rate, but let's let's do a bigger spot. Let's do something bigger. You should do one at Long Beach. That'd be sick. I don't know where we like do it at a brewery yeah. or do it somewhere where it will be okay or I don't know but I mean that spot was an uh, Echo Park it was a good spot like whoa oh, fuck yeah. it, was, it was a cool spot and a lot man. of people came out a lot of fucking single women oh yeah dog it, it, everyone was out there DJs were lit you know the the craft beer heads oh. were out there oh, my uh, God. the influencers were out yeah you know the girls were there it was cool uh-huh. man it was cool, it was cool I was time. buzzed and I was like oh my god like I saw a lot of my past guests like Black Beer uh, Traveler was yeah, there yeah he showed up bro. I can't and he was like and he's like I got Mega Man I gotta leave I told him why I gotta go take a train back to San Diego. I was like, what the fuck? It's he's like, everywhere, bro. He's, he, everywhere. he's everywhere. I was like thinking like, bear, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't wait for the next one. Oh mm-hmm. man, it's, it's in the works already, man. So uh, a lot of us will be at Best Buds Day over there at Aero Lodge. I, I wish I, I want to see if I can go. So a lot of us will be there. I know, you know, Daniel, if you guys didn't know, he's having DJs in the VIP area. So houses will be there. Mm-hmm. The guys that were there DJing at the bottle share, they'll be at Best Buzz Day in the VIP section. So there, sure, there's uh, still tickets on sale still? Uh, VIP sold out. I don't care. I just want to go. Day, but tickets are sold out. Mm-hmm. Tickets are, I mean, uh, tickets are available. VIP sold out. But you should definitely go. <sighs> I'm thinking I'm tempted. And like that. You got Uber. That's a long trip, dude. Like I have, actually have a story about that. The oh. first best best buzz last year. Okay. Not the first one, but the first one I went to. Let's talk about. I it. went to. I went there with a few friends, right? So it was like we all got our tickets early. 
Uh, my Instagram was still kind of new. You know, I had probably like 2,000 Not the one with two pictures. Okay. I mean, it, it was still like new. So I was like, oh, you know, I want to go. Like, the homies were like, yeah, dude, let's fucking go. So we Ubered there. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's Uber there. Made it there. We're in a line. It was cool to see people. I saw like Beer Thug Life was there. I saw Mo from, you know, Craft Beer Kings and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, re- I forget what breweries were there, but, you know, we'll just skip that. So yeah. we're drinking the beers and there's like hazies, there's IPAs, there's sours. So we're like, all right, the, let's just stick it. Let's stick to the first round of like IPAs, hazy sours. So we went through the first like round. By the time, by the time we got to the last brewery, I was already kind of buzzed. I was like, fuck, like. I didn't say anything to my friends, but I was like, holy shit, like, I'm buzzed. So there's an in and out across the street. So we did, we, we went to the in and out across the street. We ate, I think I ate like a 4x4. Four four. Everybody ate like a 4x4. Four four. Just to get that shit. We came back, and then we did the stouts. So, like, we, we started all over again, but everything was like stout. What so we the did, fuck? Bro. So we did stouts, and by the time I got to the last stout, I don't remember anything. I remember... I don't. I remember drinking my last beer, and supposedly I ordered the Uber. We all got into the Uber. We made it here to my house where we're at now. Then we're like, "Fuck, we're hungry." So I was like, "Oh, cool! I could drive to the market like an idiot." I drive all three of us to the market to Northgate. What? There's uh, keep in mind, there's only me and two other guys, me and two other friends. Okay. We get to the market. And they're like, all right, what do we want? Like, I don't know that sounds bomb right now. Cook it. Yeah. So you know, for three people, you get fucking three pounds, three and a half pounds. I got 11 pounds of meat for three guys, right? Fuck it. Yeah, I was like, 11 pounds. Damn. Brought it back, drove back, fired the grill on, I threw the meat. In my mind, I thought I was, like, grilling the meat for, like, 20, 30 minutes. But in reality, I only, like, I grilled it for, like, two minutes. I threw it on a plate, and we all ate, like, raw meat. That's how fucking drunk we were. Oh, my God. Yeah, bro. So, like... Fuck! We realized we were like, fuck, like, this meat, like... And we're already 10 minutes in. Yeah. We were so drunk. It wasn't just me. Everyone was so drunk. We didn't realize it until, like, later on. We're like, dude, this meat's fucking raw. I I, I just served raw meat. I'm like, ah, fuck it. It is what it is. Okay, you get sick? Fuck it. Yeah, but that was at last year's best buds day. Fuck it. You didn't even try this fucking sours. No, we did. I paste sours, we mixed them up, and then the second round, the last. How was your stomach sour. like? Oh, bro, it was fucked up. Uh, my, st- I, my stomach's cool. Like, I can hold my liquor. Liquor's cool, but it was just I was just fucking drunk. I don't remember anything. Fuck. Yeah, I was like so, like not sloppy, but I just didn't. I can't, I can't remember anything. Oh my god. Yeah. I, the, those were like, I have so many stories with beers. Like, dude, there are so many times. There was a the Crafter Summit. In okay. Long Beach. Yeah, yeah. And uh, SoCal Cervecetos, you know, they had their thing over at Lola's, the, the the museum over there for the arts, for the Latin arts. And we were all drinking. They saw um, Theo from Crowns and Hops, Todd from oh, Beer African, nice. all those guys were drinking hammered, hammered. This is at the time I was with with my ex. And uh, she's like, you're driving home drunk? And it's like, that. I didn't know I was driving through the train tracks and the fucking, right, in, right through the train. Like, I was going to hit the blue fucking blue line. Oh, I was so fucked up and shit. And I was on live talking shit. Like, this guy is talking like <laughs> nonsense. Yeah. And I went to Jack in a Box and shit. I was hammered, dude. It's like, yeah. 
I, I, I had a headache and all I know as I remember it was like the last thing I remember went to Jack in the Box I gave my ex like a chicken sandwich she was about to eat it I was so drunk I snatched the, the sandwich away from her and I ate it <laughs> she was like what the fuck you doing he's like nah I don't know what's wrong with you Steven yeah then I don't know as I wake up and shit and I was like sleeping on the floor with no blanket with my boxers on like a fucking tweaker with your dick out <laughs> She was like, that's like, I can't believe you. Like, why do you always do this? Yeah. Why are you always drunk? It's like, this is the Mega Man's life. It is what it is, man. That's, it, that's the beer drinker's it's, life. Yeah, yeah. It's, and that's where it's like a lot of the beers, like, it's, they're so, like, they're so good and tasty, but man, they can creep up on you. Oh, fuck yeah, they do. Oh, man. Oh, fuck yeah, they what was do. The, what was the most strongest beer you had? Is that the one you, you had at the bottom? Black Tuesday? And I'll tell you another story. Like, I try and leave out names. I don't want to, I don't want to incriminate people mm-hmm. or, like, put names out there, but, um, so we're at this little like uh, we're at this party, mm-hmm. and a friend of mine he had just uh, graduated from the fire academy. Okay, right. So it's cool. Like, you know, we're all having a barbecue. He had a taco man actually, beers. He's a craft beer head, so he had a bunch of good beers there. I brought some good beer. We're drinking. I'm kind of like I'm like oh fuck like it's a cool ass time. So we're drinking good beers. I thought the night was gonna end already. It was probably like six. So I was like cool. Like we're gonna call it a night. And he tells me, like, hey, Gil, like, you want to go to Long Beach? I was like, fuck, I'm down for Long Beach. And I was like, but I was, like, in, like, cargo shorts. Like, I was in, like, Long Beach. Right? Like, if I want to go to Long Beach, I want to wear jeans or something, right? Yes. So I was like, oh, like, yeah, I'm down. Let me go home real quick and change. So I drove from, like, I think it was Buena Park. Buena Park here. Mm-hmm. Changed and went back. I was like, cool, we're, we're just going to go and sip on stuff and then have a good time. So he was just like, I was already buzzed at the moment. Oh, my God. At the time. So he was just like, hey, and he pulled out the Black Tuesday. And he was like, hey, you know, it's my graduation from my fire academy. I want to crack a Black Tuesday, the one I gave you at the bottle share. Uh huh. And he was just like, you down? I was like, fuck yeah, I'm down. In my mind, I thought, oh, we're going to have a glass. We're going to have maybe two, and then we'll head out. We killed the bottle at the house. Just him and I. And you guys stayed? No. So him and I, we killed the bottle. Oh. So imagine, I was already kind of drunk there. We finished the Black Tuesday bottle. He knows if he this. I'm sure he'll listen to this episode. You know, fuck you got me, bro. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> so we finished the bottle of Black Tuesday, just him and I. Imagine the Black Tuesday I shared with everybody, and people got buzzed. So him and I finished this shit. It's like drinking like fucking Everclear or something, bro. So <laughs> we Uber to Long Beach. I don't remember Ubering to Long Beach. It's like in and out. The la- the last thing I remember is showing up into the bar with his friends that also graduated. The fire academy with firefighters that were there as well and the last thing i remember was like i got all the firefighters around i was like all right shots on gill like shots on me that's the last thing i remember what bar was this in long beach i know I all the bars it, it was like i think we were at like what was it um what street was it legends oh legends on second yeah, street yeah, we're legends and Damn. then we went to like dogs dogs and there's panama joe's yeah oh we, we didn't go we, we skipped panama shit. joe's we ended at dogs fuck dogs yeah, and it was it was dogs. Pat, yeah you're in the college you're in college town oh, yeah i was right there oh bro. a lot of girls like long beach state girls dude i, I was so i was so drunk I feel like I'm already. I already told you two stories where I was blacked out drunk, and I'm like, "Fuck, we just started." Bro. That's awesome, man. <laughs> we could, I gotta hit. I gotta yeah. hit the first five or ten minutes of a good story. Every, everybody's gonna be like, "Damn, I want to party with Dead Mom." I want to party with that guy. Yeah. But that's how it is, man. That's party. That's ahead partying with Dead Mom. I mean, I got stories, but fuck, man, there were stories. Of, I mean, I got drunk and knocked out a cop. What? I got knocked out a cop. You knocked out a cop. I knocked out a cop, uh... and they let me go the next day. I thought I was gonna be, you know, space stay there more. 
I got two DUIs in one in in one month, and I got two DUIs the same week. Damn, congrats! I know, and uh, <laughs> so I had so at the time we went to Stash Bar, and I had over like sixteen or is it eighteen paps? Oh, and we had some those shots, and I went to uh, cross street to McDonald's, and uh, I wanted to go, and I almost hit a motorcycle. Oh shit! And the cop came behind me, get out of the fucking car. Boom! I knocked them out, and the other one put me down. And they they told my car whatever, and I got out the next day. I was like, "You're out," yeah. because the, the the jails were full, were filled, and I was like, I was like banging. I was so drunk, I was hitting the walls. Didn't know I was making my. I had my knuckles bleeding from the window. Damn, that's I was, so crazy. I was bro. just so out of it, and I was like, "Fuck! I'll never. I want to be like that again." So now I just want to go stick with breweries now. Right? Yeah. Before we go on, I want to tell the listeners. Don't ever drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Mm-hmm. You know, my family's done it. My cousins have done it. Mega Man's done it. I've done it. It's the worst feeling in the world. If you could Uber. If you learn anything from this podcast, today, yeah. Uber everywhere. Oh, and by the way, just for me to get my license back, $31,000. So. No way. $31,000. $31,000? All the fees, the community service, the... the 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 fines the the mother for drunk driving like the the electric uh the the, the breathalyzer all that shit just that's to get my a, that's license that's almost how, it's almost as much as I'm charging you for me to do your podcast <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but no but that's but yeah but that's how I'll give you the bill later no, I'll give you the okay, bill bro. but but that's how it is but yeah um psh, there's so many there's so but it's just, we're having a good time we're fucking partying dude thirty one thousand thirty one thousand dollars thirty thirty one thousand sixty six I think how many cents um, I don't know. Fuck <laughs> the sense. Fuck the sense, but that's but that's a life. And I was like, fuck. Now, now I don't drink liquor. I don't. If I drink liquor, it has to be like once a year. Oh well, you're taking a shot today, bro. Yeah, I take one shot. Yeah, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah, oh fuck, man, because I have to drive home at eleven. But I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be one, good. Just one. Just, just one. One shot. Yeah. Just one. Give me a little poquito. And we'll get into what it is. We'll man. get into it. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, we're up. I'm, we're gonna talk about the podcast and everything, but uh, I want to get to know uh, what who is Gilbert all about. Where did you grow up at? So I grew up in Whittier. Mm-hmm. Grew up in Whittier. I went to Cal High. You know, class of '06. Mm-hmm. So for those of you that went to Cal High, that's your site, Condors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucerna was our like rival high school. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, man, I, I grew up in Whittier my whole life. I was born in Bellflower. Oh shit! Yeah. Grew up, I, last thing I remember was just moving to Whittier, second grade until end of high school, I was in Whittier. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. So, uh, so moving to, uh, from Bellflower to Whittier, I have to say, and I will say this, I think Whittier has the most hottest women. Uh, they say it's where the girls Southgate? are prettier. I mean, the prettier, I mean, <laughs> I remember back in the day, I went... Um, I had a lot of family that were into lowriders and stuff and cruising. Oh, yeah, so we used, bro. Yeah. we used to go to Woodier Boulevard or go to the, the Coliseum when they had the uh, lowriders. Uh, I remember uh, they were filming uh, the music video Master Race. I, I was born to roll. Oh, shit. That I remember that. Black boy, black boy, turn and sit down. Oh, yeah, you know, at America, but don't want to hear the sound of the bass bump. That went and you saw girls all dancing in the background and shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And we saw these wet t-shirt contests. Okay. And all these women were like, damn, they're hot. And I look at them like, damn. How old were you, How old were you at that time? 13? 13? 12, 13? 14, around there. It was like low riders and all that going high as <laughs> he. But there were so many women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was fucking hard on for days. These women with those fucking Jeeps. <laughs> they're driving. There's girls everywhere. Like, I got that. Back then, in the early 90s, late 80s, uh, was it the early eight, early 90s, late eight, late 90s, whatever? 
fucking hot girls everywhere. Really? Yeah. And Shit. I think that's when I think that's when the rave scene was going on, the house parties. House parties? House parties, those trance music, those yeah. deep house music. Uh, the the go go girls. You know what I'm talking about? I know the go-go dancers. I used to be a promoter of like a few clubs when I was younger. Uh-huh. So I, I definitely know what you're talking about. Well, but like yeah. over here in the Whittier area? No, in LA, I did do like um, on Thursdays, I did uh, Vertigo's. It was called The City. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the days, there was a club called, uh, I mean, there's Sage. I did Sage. I did some stuff in Orange County. I did some stuff in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But that was when I was like 21, 18 to 23. Mm-hmm. That was my little promoter days. Mm-hmm. But it's helped me, you know what I mean? Promoting's helped me mm-hmm. on how to like social media shit. You know oh, yeah. I mean? and this is But this is way before like Instagram and all that stuff. Uh, there was like Instagram and Facebook. But I was never like that dude to like. Promote, promote promote on social media uh-huh. like i was just like i had people that promoted with me and i was like if we're gonna do something we're gonna do it face to face so like let's go to all the colleges all the campuses and we're gonna promote face to face like fuck social media like if you have like engagement within actual like face to face engagement mm-hmm. i feel like you get a better response and you invite more people so i was making a lot more money like that mm-hmm. yeah so that was, that was my game in the past just promoting do you ever like party to like the scenes because over here we're in La Habra but when we talked about Fullerton I used to go to Fullerton every fucking oh. Tuesday Rockin' Taco Revolution you know Commonwealth you know the chop the, the, the sushi place we get fucked up yeah bro but we will meet a lot of women from Whittier yeah and I, and I live like 10 right now well 10 10 minutes from Fullerton at Uber right away mm-hmm. so I mean if you call out let's see what happens yeah we'll uh, call out <laughs> yeah it just really depends I know there's some people but if like I, 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 we'll just see we'll yeah, see yeah I mean Fullerton Fullerton was a place to be at man I mean especially when I was like in my early 20s it was the place to be at what day was what day did you go like every day or for only like certain it, days like well with me when I was a promoter like I partied Thursday through Sunday Mm. So I was partying Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday I was doing like day parties. Like uh, day I parties. don't know if you guys are listening. If you guys ever had went to, it's called Red Cup Sundays. I don't think they do it anymore. I helped uh, me and a bunch of other promoters help start that. So it was in downtown LA on a rooftop with a pool, and we called it Red Cup Sundays, and that's where day partying started, man. Oh shit! Yeah, I bro. think day party is way better than night party. Fuck yeah! Because I mean, oh, there's yeah. fucking cops everywhere and shit, dude. Fuck yeah. You know, but like, yeah, uh, I used to go, when I used to go to Rock and Taco, I used to go there every Tuesday. That was a spot. You know, yeah. Thursdays, whatever. But, I mean, everyone had their own city of work, to, you know, what clubs and all that stuff, you know, and everything. That was the best time, man. Fuck, I was thinking man. thinking about that right now. I'm like reminiscing. I'm, like, fuck, I'm reminiscing. Time. I still remember the time I, took, I went to Rock and Taco and me and my cousin, shouts to Luciano. You know what I did, boy. I know he's married, but I'll, I'll, tell, <laughs> this, I'll tell the story. He was like, oh, Megan. Oh, at the time, not Megan, but it was Steven. He's like, you don't got no game. He's like, all right. He was dancing with some girl, whatever, and I swooped his girl and started making out with her. And he got at his girl, and he got mad. And he got his drink and just threw it on the floor. And he says, "You know what? You got me. You got me." Because I was like, I was back then. I was shy, dude. I wasn't like how I am now. But I was like savage, dude. You got a little bit of that uh, liquid courage, huh? Liquid courage, but it was a sad thing because I used to be a little like a little sucio. So the guys would be like, "Okay, Mega Man, like Steven, are you gonna be good today?" It's like. I'll be good. It's like, but if you don't know, a lot of them, they would say like, I don't want to bring that guy. So why? Because last time I brought him, I had a date and he took my girl and he fucked her. Oh shit. I was like a little, I used to miss, be like a Mr. Stewart girl, commit a robbery. <laughs> the robbery. Like, get a robbery. Because the they would bring like dates, but now I don't, I can just 
tell like the women weren't feeling them and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I get you. And I was like, okay, yeah, you want to go and hook up and shit, whatever. You know, almost had a baby scare, <laughs> but <laughs> but it was good. That's like living the life, but it's just. But then they'll be like, I don't want to invite that guy. No, yeah, I got you. <laughs> I got yeah, you. Yeah. But that's just how it was, like, going to parties and stuff and Long Beach, going to Gas Lamp and all that stuff. You've you been to Gas Lamp? Another one, yeah, man. Remember Saatchi's? Saatchi's in the other day. You remember Saatchi's? Yeah, wow. Bro, San, San Diego was lit back then, bro, and, and mm-hmm. fucking Gas Lamp. A few times. I had a few times out there where I really don't remember and times where I do remember. And you was... go to a lot of bars over there back in the day in Long Beach? Yeah, like, a lot of bars. Remember Mai Tai? Mai Tai. V2O? V2O, yes. I don't remember Mai Tai. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I used to party a lot, like, in, in Long Beach, San Diego, Fullerton, oh, L.A., Hollywood. That's where... Out of all the clubs that you've been to, what was the most craziest club that you've been to? It was the like, craziest fuck. club? Like, you saw shit, like, fuck, I never, I should never saw that. Um, dude, it was probably... It was one of the events that I had, that I, that I put on. Uh-huh. And it was on a Thursday night. It was in downtown L.A. I got the DJs, a few DJs from Power 106... Um, and it was called the Red Light District. So I called it for that night. It was called the Red Light District. A bunch mm-hmm. of red lights in the club, and it was just like if you ever been to the Red Light District, it's in Amsterdam. So if you go to Amsterdam in Europe, the Red Light District it's all girls is, in the in the all, windows, all girls and stuff like that. So what I did was like me and like six other promoters that worked for me or with me, uh, we pushed. We only promoted to girls that week. It was just girls because if you think about it. If you promote to girls, the guys will follow, right? If you have girls at the club, guys will follow. So I didn't think like, oh, we're going to promote to girls. Yeah, guys will follow. It's like a club. I showed up that night early, right? I showed up. Cool. We're having a few drinks. Like 80% of the club was all girls. I was like, holy shit. Like it was like a three to one ratio and girls were dancing with girls. Girls were kissing girls on the floor. I was like, okay, cool. Like. We, we got a fucking... We got something here. And it was just... You had Girls to be there. Girls kissing on the floor? Bro. You had to be there. Fuck. Like I said, and I don't even want to go in it. You know what I mean? But I know, if you were there, you were there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if you weren't, I wish you were there. I hope you took pictures. <laughs> Girls getting finger left and yeah, right. That was that was one of my first events that I've ever thrown by myself. Wow. And, and it, it just cracked, man. Fuck. It was the best. Yeah. Crazy shit, man. Best, man. That those are so much memories, and you look back, man. It's like, man, I had, I had a good time, I had a yeah, good life. Man. Yeah, fuck yeah. When like you know that single life, and you're just out there doing your thing, mm-hmm. you you get into shit, man. It is it creates memories. You don't know at that moment where it's a memory, mm-hmm. but then you look back on it. Like right now, we're looking back on it, and I'm like, holy fuck, like yeah. that night was. One of the best nights of my like my life. Yeah. I can remember me and my friends. You put a trade on this girl. So I had something. I, <laughs> I put a trade. It's like okay, who's gonna go first? Yeah, <laughs> you know, you like I don't want sloppy thirds. Yeah, gotta call first. But dude, she was hot. But dude, it's like the first guy, the first guy who fucked her. He's like, damn, this pussy's hella loose. It was like, well, shit. Look, it looks like a fucking roast beef, dude. Already, it's all beat up. It looks like an extra skin. It's all like, yeah. Shit look like gold. Korean barbecue. There is so many stories with that, but when uh, all I just everyone started, you know, moving on and everyone's all getting married and stuff. I was like. I still wanted to do that, but now I got to the point. It's like, okay, I'll, I guess I'll settle down. Yeah, you have to, bro. It's, it's weird, man. Now, you know what? You don't have to. You don't have to. I tried the married life. I tried relationship. I saw this, but I just feel like, I just, I don't know. It just, yeah. If it's for you, it's for you. If it ain't, it ain't. Nah, it, I, right. think, I think to me, it, it, it just really depends the right girl. 
Right. Can, it, it, really. It's almost like can she can she put up with Mega Man's madness? <laughs> yeah. You right. know, and all that. But that's the thing. Like now, I was with someone. Now I'm single. So you there know. you go. But fuck it. If someone tells you, hey, either it's me or the podcast, I'm like, I'm podcast. Yeah, bro. You chose the podcast. That's crazy. I, and people, you, and you know, I still get shit for that still to this day. Yeah, I'm sure you will. But but it's okay. But be like, why are you gonna do it? You have you jeopardize your family over the podcast. But if you have a dream and if you feel like there's, if I keep on doing it, something's going to come out of it good. Oh, yeah. I feel you, bro. And, and I did a podcast yesterday with uh, Tito, the Hood Santa. Oh, cool. He's, uh, he's, he, he was a producer for uh, Snoop Dogg. Oh, shit. Makes, makes beats for, for East Siders and all that stuff and everything. And he was telling me, man, you got to follow your dream, man. Like you think like people don't care? We we see we see you hustle. Yeah, and that's how the the thing is. You know, you just got to do what you got to do. Follow your dream. Yeah, man. I I've seen I've seen you hustle. I know you're like, dude. You pump out podcasts, mm-hmm. dude. Like every week, it's it's crazy. Like the shit that you do. Mm-hmm. So it was I I listened to, I listened to your podcast and I was like, man, I definitely want to do this. Like this guy, like you, you're hard worker, bro. But you know what? I I I want to be different from everyone else because I know we all do podcasts, but. I think I don't know if I'm the only one that that has a podcast that want to do other people's podcasts. Right. Because I want to spread out the love. Where I'll I'll I'll, I'll give you a story. So I was doing a podcast with uh, Chicano Shuffle. Mm-hmm. They're they they do it over there in Santa Fe Springs and all that. Ramon's the guy who is trying to listen to different types of Chicano podcasts. Yeah. What he's trying to do is he's trying to show love and everything so we can all be like diverse and unite and be there it's like hey if Mega Man has a podcast hey check out the Kickback podcast check out the Chicano check out No Bother we all have to be there for each other because I don't feel like there's a there's a category for Chicano podcast on Apple there's not you're right and you have to look at it on Instagram and this so there's always a network of like hey you know, just try to just like, hey, oh, uh, there was a guest that Kickback podcast, and I want to get them on, get him on, but I also want to show some love, and that's what I've been doing, and ever since then, I want to do other people's podcasts to start networking. That's what's up, man. And I'm so glad, I'm glad you're plugging the Kickback. It's my brother's podcast. I'm glad you're plugging. That. But I was giving you so much love on that episode. <laughs> yeah, it was like that's like a night time. Dude, that episode was so fun. What'd you think about that? Yeah, it was a good. Episode. I heard it like t- like six times, and. I got flooded with DMs from yeah. people like fucking Mega Man. I did not know about that with your ex. <laughs> it, was, it was the it was the most listened to podcast. For no way. Yeah, bro. No way. Yeah. I dude, I'm like my, my brother called me and he was dude. It's, it was the most listened to podcast. I I promote hard. I'm not even done. I'm gonna promote it still, and I I still because when I do other people's podcasts, I don't want to do it where I promote it and that's it. Yeah. I want to go hard. It's like, hey, I'll even make stories up. It's like, hey, hey, what are you guys doing tonight? Hey, check out the Kickback Podcast episode 33 uh, featuring Mega Man and Deb Mo and the crew from Kickback. I want to do whatever I can to network to show my love because I average on stories of about two to maybe 900 people who look at my stories. That's crazy. Really so crazy. I want to do whatever I can to to give Kickback Podcast a push and you a push and 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 then the the guys, you know. Yeah, man. It it was it was it, it was a really fun podcast. This it, it felt like we were just bullshitting. It didn't even feel like a podcast. It felt like really? we were just bullshitting, yeah. I felt like to me it's like it wasn't structured, but we had a, we had a good flow. Yeah, it was just like we we're just hanging out, drinking, having a good time, talking shit, and it was it is what it is, you know? <laughs> you know what's funny? The guy he was like he was looking at what the fuck? Were you looking at my shiny head? I was like, What Jay. the fuck happened? He's like, Where'd your beanie go? Yeah, because Jay he had alopecia, so he took his beanie off and I guess he got you off. He took you off guard on that one, yeah. And the other one I thought he was gay because he's talking about gay stuff. <laughs> yeah. You never know. 
know, man. You never know with the whole crew, the kickback and stuff like that. It's just, it's a fun time, man. Uh huh. So whenever you want to get back on there, we'll get back on there. Let's let's talk about kickback for uh for a second. You know, um, I remembered uh the first episode you guys did. You you guys, well, your brother got scared, but you went on the George Perez story. Yeah. How was so, that, George? So we we had a we actually had a few episodes already. So my brother and I started the Kickback podcast. Uh huh. Now it's just him and his two friends, which is awesome, and and I love their show. You don't want to do it no more. When or? We started. I do. I'm gonna start my own podcast. Oh. Actually, yeah. Okay, we'll talk but, about uh, that later. I like what they're doing now. It's my brother, his two best friends, and it's just like it. If you ever listen to the show, yeah, it's hilarious, bro. They, they you you gotta listen to their stuff. But uh, in the past, him and I started the kickback. So yeah. my, my brother and I would sit down at the table and we we're just always bullshitting. And I was like, well, dude, why don't we just start a podcast? And he was just like, yeah, dude. And he's been doing that for a while. So he went to school for it. He went to school for podcast like, school uh, for broadcasting. Oh, and stuff like I didn't that. Know that. So when he was in college, he was in like a, he was on the college radio station doing a sports show, mm-hmm. and he had his own show. So after college, he was just like, dude, I want to continue the show. I want to continue to do something outside of the radio. So he started his own podcast called The Hot Corner, where he just talks about sports. So I would listen to that. He still does it now. Like, it's called The Hot Corner. And then uh, I, I had hit him up and I was like, dude, you need, you need something else where you just talk shit. Like, where we just like bullshit back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, I'm d- are you down to do it with me? I was like, yeah, I'm down. So we came up. We tried to come up with a name. It took us like a few days and I hit him with the name like, hey, what about the kickback? He's like, I like that. So we used that. We got the kickback going. Him and I started doing it on our first game. We didn't even do a podcast together yet. Like him and I hadn't even done that. You guys didn't practice or anything? No. Hit and I, wow. And I just hit up, I hit up George Perez because we had used, my homie had used George Perez to do stand-up comedy for his birthday. And I met George Perez there. At, his, my, at my homie's birthday party Gotcha So I had already like Had his info And I hit him up And I was just like Hey you down to do a podcast Thinking Oh it's gonna be later on Down the line He goes You I, I'm down like In two days And I told my brother Like dude You did it here? No or... we did it at My brother's house Okay So I was like Hey uh We have George Perez As a pod As a, as a guest And he was like Dude We don't even have An Instagram yet We didn't have an Instagram So I was like Fuck So I, I made the Instagram and like I started like posting and following people and then following me back and stuff like that. And then two days later we had him and he brought Side to Getty on. And that was our first episode, was our first guest. I decided no. I was like, I want to be on the podcast. I was like, whoa. Yeah. First like, episode, like fucking heavy hitter. Yeah, dude. I was like, holy fuck. I've never done a podcast. My brother has done a shit. You got nervous, huh? At that time, I had never done a podcast before. I, it was just an idea. I was like, yeah, you I mean I've always been good at like bullshit. And I can talk to anybody. I crack a few jokes here and there. Like, but I was like, oh, cool. We have two guests coming. And at that time, actually, we didn't do it at his house. We did it at my old place, at my condo where I used to live before that. Gotcha. So I hit him up, and he was just like, hey, yeah, we're going to come through. Uh, just have some beers and have something to smoke. So I was like, all right, cool. So, like, I got weed. I got everything ready. He came through, and I was like, fuck. Like, before we started, I was like, hey, you know, like, this is my first podcast. And he just laughed, and he was like, all cool bro just 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 talk my brother was like i've done this before mm-hmm. but my brother's never done it high so before we started, oh! <laughs> so my brother like we, before we started the show like we're all smoking we're drinking and like you know george you know george and eddie like yeah they smoke like a fucking a lot like, yeah i got lot. fucked up yeah so we're smoking we're smoking and i'm like super baked and we haven't even started yet so we start the show 
And I don't know what happens, dude. Like, I just, my mind just blanks out. And I just started, like, talking and cracking jokes. And, like, I started going back with, like, George. And I threw a few shots at him and stuff like that. We were just talking. And George's like, dude, I like your cool fucking dude, man. Like, you got some good jokes and shit like that. So we're having a good time. And, you know, George and Eddie were, were, were talking inside the Getty. Sorry, I don't want to just say Eddie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But um, long story short, the episode came out really good, man. So my brother did well. I did really well. Mm-hmm. For our first show, we had a guest. And it, it wasn't just like a, any kind of guest. But um, at uh, two weeks later, he had hit me up and he was like, hey, I want you guys to come on George Perez Stories. Like, I did your podcast, come on mine. Mm-hmm. So cool, I hit my brother up. I was like, hey, George invited us to his. So he, my brother at that time was super sick. Like, really sick. And then I hit him. Yeah, like, he's just fucking scared. Yeah, no, I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought, I thought, So I hit up George and I was like, hey, brother, like, my brother's really sick. He's like, cool, just come by yourself. Ooh. So I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll go. So I went, I went, I went to his place. Um, we're right there. Eddie was there. George was there. Uh, you know, everybody that for the, from the George Press stories was there. I did the podcast. And then, you know, it was another good show, bro. And then we went out after, and it was, like, a whole fucking crazy night. Fuck. Yeah, I don't even... Like I said, like I, like I said on the kickback... You can't even, talk about it. I don't even want to talk about what happened that night. Yeah. But shit happened that night, but in a good way. Yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? Like, after the show, they were like, hey, Gil, you want to go out? I was like, I'm down to go out. Like, show me what you guys do when you guys go out. And they said, all right, fuck it, let's go then. They go card. So, yeah, till this day, we, him and I, we still talk, bro. We still we still chill. We'll still hang out and stuff like that. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And after that, uh, I know with the kickback with you guys, you guys are doing it. Then you guys took a break. Yeah. You guys we, want to reamp it? We took a break for a bit because I work out busy. Like, with me, I travel for work. Oh, yeah. So what do you do for a living? So, um... I'm a, I, it's, it's the, my position is I do a lot of shit. Well, I do a but lot of reality, shit. In reality, I do logistics and profit development for mm-hmm. a company. Mm-hmm. But what I do besides here, mm-hmm. I also do it in other states as well. So my gotcha. company will send me to do other shit and help other, you know, buildings out and start other shit. Oh, okay. So yeah. I have to travel. Okay. So at that time I started traveling more and I told my brother like, damn, like, can't do it like i'm traveling this day or i'm traveling this month or i'll be gone for two weeks here you know what i mean so we started we just kind of stopped and then uh he hit me up one day and he was just like hey is it cool i start the kickback again and i was like cool like what are you gonna do because i want to do it with my two friends and i was like dude like fuck yeah do it so he started up the the kickback again the podcast but he did it with uh, his boy jesse and jay and my brother chris and now they just have I feel like the show's ten times better than what it was. You know what I mean? Because like, two brothers can talk and it's cool, but it, it, there's always just something, something there. Like you know, I don't always say everything because I'm like, fuck, I never partied with my brother before. He's never partied. With me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to. Like, it's kind of weird. It's like it's like dating your own sister. Yeah, something like that. So, <laughs> so but but with their dynamic, like the friends, they're always out every weekend. So it's yeah, like, yeah, the stories that they have, and I'm like, dude, like. That 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 was the best thing for the kickback. And when when they started doing the kickback with the guys, did you were you like kind of more worried? You felt like like he has it. He got nah, it. Nah, because I've I've known his friends for a while. So like again, those my younger brothers. So I've I've known his boy Jesse, uh, for a, actually a long time. And then Jade, not so long, but I've known him. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and and just talking to them and I'm like these dudes are fucking hilarious like the the shit that they get themselves into like when they're drunk or whatever I'm like it's perfect for a podcast so like mm-hmm. once he told me like oh I'm doing it with my two friends and these are the two friends I'm doing it with I was like bro you're you're perfect bro I remember when I when the kickback was like you, I I don't know if you posted it it's like oh my god it's a lie yeah, you know like brother, what. Yeah. I was like, it's alive. It was like, what do you mean? He's like, I took a break and now I was like, okay, no, something happened. I was like, thinking to myself, but where's Gilbert? You know, I was tripping out. I was <laughs> like, see, it is. So maybe in a way it's like it was different or maybe you'll be like a featured guest or maybe you'll be like behind the scenes yeah. and stuff like that. But Yeah, like one or two episodes in, people were hitting me up like, hey, where are you at? And I was just like... Oh. I was on episode 33 with Mega Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like when they first started their thing, they were like, oh, like... Hey, I heard the kickback, like, your brother, his friends were on there, like, where are you at? And I was just like, oh, it's, this is their thing, like, and like I said, it's probably the best thing that happened to that show, because it's, it's like, their dynamic is just two friends, like, if you go out with your friends, yeah, yeah. you're drinking, you're bullshitting, and you mm-hmm. talk about what, what you did last weekend, that mm-hmm. that's what it is, it's the perfect, and perfect you, show. And you know what I like about that, the podcast, when you were talking about on the episode 33, is that with uh, your brother's two friends, when your brother was gone, and they had to take the, over the yeah. show... And we're like, oh shit, what do we do? But that that comes with reps, comes with comes with like practice and mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, what do we do if one person can we take over the show? Exactly. That's something that's like hey, that could happen one day, you know. But you always gotta be on your A game. Oh, you have to, man. I mean, like I said, I've always been a natural at talking to people. Mm-hmm. So my brother always told me, like, dude, you'll be fine at doing podcasts. Like, just be yourself. You talk to anybody. I could talk to a fucking stranger. You know <laughs> what I mean? He's like, just be yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, do what you do. You know what I mean? And we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to other people, I know sometimes they're not, like, as social or they're kind of like, ah, fuck. Like, you got to push them a talk. Yeah. There, usually there's that one person that'll hold, like that'll dictate everything in a podcast. Mm-hmm. Where if you do it with the group, it's kind of like that one person that doesn't keep anything silent. Where it's like, okay, so they moved on to the next yeah. subject, next subject. Yeah. But I know with them, it was, it was new for them, too. Mm-hmm. So I, the way they did it, we were in Peru at the time. My brother and I we went to South America. Yeah. I ended up listening to the show that it was just, you know, Jay and Jesse. Mm-hmm. And they killed it, bro. They killed it. They did it on mm-hmm. their own. They got that, like, nervousness out of them. And they fucking, mm-hmm. they murdered it. You don't, like, hear a podcast, like, if your brother or anyone does, like, you kind of correct, like, hey, do this way, do that way. Uh, I, I, I do call my brother. So when it comes to his podcast, like, the kickback since i i helped start it i still want it to like grow and be so you're better. like the, you're like the one of them the founding fathers yeah so it's still like it's his baby but it's also my it's my baby uh, like i don't i don't like i'm not on it as much but it's still my baby so like when i do listen to it i kind of give him a like constructive like hey i probably would have done this or probably would have like stretched this topic out a little bit longer mm. or probably not not talk about that or Maybe bring this subject up or stuff like that. I think that's good because when you do a podcast, like, you know me, like, you know, I know a lot of people, connections and stuff. Right. And when you, a lot of those podcasters who are more bigger than mine, way bigger, but when they give you a lot of experience and advices, you got to take it for granted. You can't be like, no, I'm not going to listen to that. You have to. Yeah. Like, when Bethel Duran from Living the Dream, he told me, hey, Megan, I hear your podcast. Do me a favor. Hit it hard for the first yeah. five or ten minutes, and I already knew how. To, okay, I have to make it fucking good. If not, you're you're gonna lose a listener. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, like comedians nowadays, right? Like if they do a the special, punchline. Yeah, if they do a special, they have to have their hardest shit like in right the beginning, the beginning, right? Get them like everyone laughing, like oh fuck, this dude is fucking funny. So you keep them engaged, right? Because mm-hmm. after five or ten minutes, 
like the attention span nowadays with everybody it's like oh I listen to 10 minutes it's boring I'm gonna change it mm-hmm. so you gotta get people like right away yeah. you feel me like but but when it comes to like the kickback and stuff like that my brother he like I said, he's the one that was more experienced than I was he's my younger brother but he went to school with that and he's yeah like, yeah he's an underrated I wanna say he's an underrated producer that nobody really knows about like he's super super smart like he knows how to like uh, how to construct a podcast and stuff like that so and how to produce a podcast because he did that in school so a lot he doesn't like talking about it but i'm going to talk about it for him okay he he's (laughs) he's an award-nominated producer for college he's the only like uh dude that was in a what is it not a not a four-year but what is the two-year college is called (laughs) junior college yeah yeah, the junior he was in junior college because he went to i forgot what college he went to but it was a junior college Mm -hmm. he was the only junior college nominee in the united states he was going up against guys from north carolina duke and stuff like that he got flown out to new york just for a show that he used to do on on while he was in college but i give him props man he's my younger brother i give him shit you know what i mean I, i treat him like a younger brother but uh, I, I respect the dude, and I respect what he brings to, like, a podcast. So kind of good, because, like, he asks a lot of personal questions of Megan, and I was like, this guy, I like this guy. The thing is, he does his homework. He does his homework. He does. He was yeah. tell- I, told- I-, I just told him, it's like, you know what, man? I, I told him, like, just, I want to make it easy. I'm an open book. Yeah. Like, it makes it like, damn, okay, fuck, it's more yeah. good shit. Let's make more, more listeners. Yeah, when- once you said open book, he was... Um... He was on board. He knew. He knew. He could just ask anything. Anything. Which is yeah. cool. Like, your boy was like, hey, what kind of what kind of hair you use? What products you use your hair? It's like, I don't know. What about you? What kind of hair products you use? Yeah, that's true. Really <laughs> that was hilarious. But, like, so. you know, talking about, like I said, the episode was like, it just, I, I was telling him it's like one of the top three uh, podcasts I done because it's, it's the flow. It was like almost like, it was almost like a unicorn. It was too, too perfect. Yeah, man, like I said earlier, it was just, we were just bullshitting. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there was mics there, but... They had I, an extra mic for you. It's like, oh, yeah, I was just going to sit back. No, like, we got one for you. I, you know? felt, I felt like there wasn't nothing. It was just, like, us hanging out, like, as, as friends. Like, we were just bullshitting and, and talking. That's, that's how I felt. But it, that's probably the best way you can do a podcast. Is just to be yourself. When it comes, like, being yourself or when it comes natural or the listeners are listening to it. And it's like, oh, shit, like... You hear that? My dog's crying outside. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it, it, when you're listening to the shit where he's like, yeah, it's authentic. Like, I feel like I'm right there fucking mm-hmm. hanging out with everybody and talking shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I know your dad's all like, was that your dad? He was like, trying yeah, to say, hey, yeah. you got the wrong house. Yeah, yeah. He was but, like, see, that's how we are. <laughs> like, that's where we get it from. So if you, for those of you guys that don't know, so Mega Man showed up to my brother's house and my dad was there and Mega Man showed up to the door and my dad answered the door and uh, my dad told him he didn't even know who he was my dad was like i guess he was like who are you and he was like oh i'm steven i'm here to do a podcast and my dad off the bat was like oh you got the wrong house bro and, uh, and he was like what? and i was like what what do you what do you mean and my dad's like no nah, i'm just joking with you like we we get the shit from my dad, from my, dad. <laughs> my dad's a character man he's another person where like and his sister was like, God, my dad got you, huh? Yeah, he's got a lot of stories, man. My dad is ridiculous, he's, bro. For real? Yeah, my dad's hilarious. Oh, man. Yeah. And you, is your mom and dad together? or? Yeah, just... my mom and dad are together. They've been together for 36 years now. 36 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. So my, it, it's, it's crazy dynamic, you know, Hispanics. We're not Mexican. A lot of people think we're Mexican. How many brothers and sisters do you have? I have one older sister, one younger brother. Okay. Yeah. And was... So we're half Peruvian, half Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. But... um. 
so if you know Puerto Ricans were loud, so oh, yeah. growing up there was a lot of like people thought we were yelling in the house, but we were just talking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was it, it's it's cool, man. We have a I love my family, man. You got the alpha voice. You got yeah, you guys just, you guys hit the tone right. We're just loud, bro. That's what it is. We're just loud, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. right now, like when I'm talking, I feel like I'm whispering. I'm like, I, I no, that no, this is perfect. I need to be loud. I need, because I need to when be you quiet. have a guest on and stuff, they're like that's. Like that, come on, speak up. I'm trying to get yeah. nervous. Like you know, you got it in you. Yeah. You know, you got it in you. So I'm looking at your place right now. Like, like you got this. Is like this is your man cave right here. Yeah, bro. Right. This is my man cave, man. This is where I I drink. I got the TV back here. I got the direct TV hooked up. I got the fucking refrigerator. You know, the beer fridge. Shit. I got a bunch of sketchy tanks. I'm a big fan of sketchy tank. Like. uh you know, wolves don't lose sleep over opinions of sheep uh-huh. and uh, the good times, bad friends, shit. Like, it's all from Sketchy Tanks. So I'm a big fan of, of that and just shit that I can put up on my walls do, and stuff. Do but, you ever, like, spend a night here? It's like you and your girl getting an argument, like, go sleep in the garage. Oh, I, I, if that's the case, I love it. It's like a vacation out here. <laughs> like, if you look at the furniture, it's all from when, uh, when I was, like, by myself in an apartment. Like, I didn't want to get rid of the furniture. Oh, these are, oh, yeah, these are like, for your so, apartment condos, so, eh? Yeah, so the furniture <laughs> out here, like, was all mine. I wasn't going to sell this shit. Hell no. Bro, all you just need is, like, a bathroom. I know, right And here, a shower? Yeah, like, in the back of my house. Like, yeah, does bathroom. it get hot in the summertime, huh? In, in here, yeah. Fuck, in, in the, man. We're in the garage, yeah. We're, we're, but, but that's good. Like, you have a TV, you know, have your beers and all that. You should have a fucking cake. Dude, I want a cake, bro. Yeah, I see a lot. Like, uh, there's this guy I had on a podcast, uh, Gorilla Gorilla. Oh, okay. He has a cake, and he has it. He gets, he gets his biggest cake from Indie Brewery, and he, he makes That's food. Right. He makes sliders, like, all that. He just Some of these people I know, they have cakes, man. They have, like, four, like four, four different kinds of beers and all that stuff. Yeah, man, it, it took me a minute. I mean, for those of you, I know you guys can't see what's going on. We'll take but, pictures. Um, he'll take, maybe I'll take pictures and post it of just kind of, like, my... My man cave. This mm-hmm. is this is kind of where I hang out, or if I have guests or anybody or homies that are coming over, like we all come out here. Yeah, we drink here. If you smoke, then cool, that's your thing. You can smoke in here. You can smoke in the backyard. You got a bed too. It was just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there it is. Right there. <laughs> Getting the bed ready. Yeah, but it's just it's just a spot to kind of hang out at, and this is where eventually, you know, I I do want to start my own podcast. Not my brother has his. I'm gonna start mine. And a lot of people have been asking me. Like offline, like, hey, yo, when are you gonna start your podcast? Like, when are you gonna start your? You don't have show? a time date, huh? I don't have a time and date. I do have a homie that I'm gonna do it with, and it's just gonna be like, uh, like once a week. Uh, once a week, it's just gonna be like a straight, you know, craft beer, uh, podcast. And my homie, uh, Randy, he's he's in the craft beer game. He works at Phantom Carriage. He just brewed his first beer, which is it's called the Jackal. I I had it at the beer share. I let you try some. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. You know what I mean? For all like the connections that I've made through Dead Mall Anarchy mm-hmm. and just everybody that wants to kind of collab with me and just kind of want to hang out. Yeah, man. And I'm like, fuck it. If we're just going to hang out, then let's, you know, let's talk about it. Let's record it. Let's, mm-hmm. let's put it on for people to hear. Yeah. Know? But one thing's first, before we take a break, I want to give a shout out to Borders X. Shout out to my boy Lewis Preston's Brewery. And shout outs to uh, Craft Cultures USA. Uh, down the road, we're going to do a collab to make Mega Man podcast t-shirts. Oh, yeah, bro. And all that stuff. So right now, we're going to take a break because when we come back, uh, we're going to get into beer talks. But before that, we're going to talk about the clothing line and everything. Oh, we'll, my past. My past. Oh, your past. A oh, past. Shit. All right. We'll be right back. Uh, we're back on right now. So uh, we took a break. And it, my boy Gilbert, Dead Mall <laughs> Anarchy, we had a shot. What I mean... 
it's really smooth and you said it was like a grape so what 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 do we drink yeah so what i did was i gave you it's called pisco so for those of you that don't know what pisco is it's from peru and i'm from peru well my mom's from half peruvian and it's kind of like if i were to explain it it's like the tequila of peru but it's made from grapes so fermented grapes kind of like the way they brew they just they let you know they do the grapes they let it say i don't know the exact like way how they brew it but i know it's made from grapes mm -hmm. and it's fermented grapes and it's it's custom and culture in, in peruvian if you're peruvian you would know someone that hasn't been to peru or someone that first lands in peru if you fly there the first thing you should have if you're getting greeted by a friend in peru is a shot of pisco it's kind of like welcome to peru this is how we do things we like to drink we like to have a good time mm -hmm. and this is our our country's our country's liquor you get what i'm saying so, and the, i know because i know in long beach there's a lot of peruvian places so when you said that peruvian now i know because um there's a good peruvian because they have some bomb ass um uh, bomb food oh yeah man and, and all that is that where they they cook guinea pigs or is that ecuador guinea pigs yeah have you tried a guinea pig? yeah it's it's called in smash it's called cuy 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's uh, if you don't know it's it, it is it is a bigger version of a guinea pig. So if you if you if you're thinking of a guinea pig in Peru, they're like three times the size. So they're probably like this big. God damn. Yeah, and they taste like chicken. No way. Yeah, I, I promise you. If you guys don't believe me, it's it's chicken. Like they kind of do it like a rotisserie style guinea pig, but it tastes like chicken. In Peru, we we eat a lot of the different stuff. So like there's a there's also like a, a side dish called anticuchos, and anticuchos. A lot of people think it's meat, uh, like meat skewers, Ooh. right? And it's on a barbecue, and it looks and it tastes amazing. Mm -hmm. But people that don't know, it, it's actually cow heart. So when you're eating anticuchos, it's heart. It's the heart of a cow. Mm -hmm. So that and it's super good, man. It tastes exactly like carne asada, but just a little bit chewy. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll try some of that. I'm like I'm more more curious and stuff because I mean. <laughs> There's a lot of good Peruvian places, you know. I always get like uh, the ones they have. There's the ones that like spaghetti and they have beef and all that stuff. Oh yeah, man. There's there's a ton of plates, a ton of Peruvian plates. And they have the one with the green sauce, you know. Yeah. The boinca. Is that like is that Boyo like a good? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. If you, if you're at boinca, it's it's a it's a rotisserie chicken, but with Peruvian spices. What do you usually have? Uh, my favorite dish is probably like everyone's favorite dish. If you know Peruvian food, it's called uh, lomo saltado. So it's like strips of steak with potato in it and sauteed onions with white rice and french fries or potatoes oh okay gotcha yeah super good man french fries yeah they use french fries or like the original like the way you do it is you chop up potatoes in kind of like a size of a french fry and mix it with all like the juices of like the steak the onion and the tomatoes mm -hmm. <sighs> see now you're getting me hungry bro. i'm hungry and stuff man it's like <laughs> i mean all right mega man just had pizza but peruvian food I have a I I, I and know a, a couple there's places. There's a Peruvian spot around the corner from here. There's two spots actually. Fuck. A Peruvian food and then Peruvian sushi. See guys, everyone, if you're noticing, he's trying to have Mega Man call out work. <laughs> yeah, I'm dude, tempted right good, now. I'm tempted because I know and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do with. We'll see. We'll do. We'll see how how yeah. it is. So how'd um, you how'd you like the shot though? Before we keep going, smooth. Yeah. Yeah, it's very smooth. I was like because you know I you know how I am. I don't drink that much liquor, but yeah. when you try it, it's like. I have to get immune to it. Yeah. And the taste. And it was like, well, it came out really smooth. Yeah. I bet you if I drink it more, I get sweeter and sweeter. Yeah. If you drink it more, you black out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was 40%. Yeah. For, it, it's good, man. Good beer. So this bottle right here was actually just imported 
from Peru like a few weeks ago from my mom. So mm-hmm. she was just there and mm-hmm. she said, hey, what do you want? I'm here in Peru. What do you want? And I said, just bring me a bottle. So she, of course, she came through. She brought me the bottle. I love you, mom. I know that's right. <laughs> so I only give it to like special guests. I don't. Oh, it's not man. like I, I take it to a party and I'm like, hey guys, get fucked up. Nah, like to me, since I'm half Peruvian, like pisco to me is like, if someone comes into my house and you're a guest in my house, like oh, I'm gonna give you a shot of, it's a tradition, of my man. shit. Yeah, right. That's the same way, man. Yeah, bro. It's respect. That's yeah. why. Cheers, man. I got cheers on that, man, because that's. Because, I mean, it's good. It's nice to meet people, and they're very hospitality, very humble. Right. And it, and it makes me feel like, oh, man, this guy's super cool. You know, what I was telling you, know, I don't know if you heard the episode with Kickback. I'm sorry, I always like to give Kickback a podcast. But he's like, you guys are on my, you guys are on my top list. You guys are one of my inner circles. He's like, yes. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's, that's what we want, man. That, and that's how it is. Like, okay, cool and stuff. But um, I just want to get to, uh, now we're getting to Beer Talks. But before okay. we get to Beer Talks... Let's talk a little bit about your clothing line. Clothing line. Uh-huh. Yeah. So back in the day, I had a clothing line. I mean, for those friends that are listening, know, it was called Lost Souls California. Mm-hmm. So it was a bunch, bunch of Lost Souls. Um, the Instagram is actually still up. I don't post anything on there. Uh-huh. It has, you know, it should have like 10,000 followers or some shit like that. But um, I wanted to start a clothing line. And, um, and it was just random. It was just random. I saw people starting clothing lines. And I was like, ah, I could do that. So <laughs> let, let me do that. So what I did was I started I started an Instagram for it before I even had merchandise. So I was like, let me just like post like different logos or I had uh, I had um, graphic designers create logos for me that I wanted and I was posting them on shirts but as an Instagram post and people were like, Where can I buy that? Where can I buy that? Where can I buy that? And I'm like, Okay, I might have something here. So I made a bunch of shirts probably like four or five different shirts sold out of those and I just lost interest. It was, yeah, it was like, cool, I did it. I knew I could do it. So like, what's next for me? Like I got bored and I stopped and I stopped um, making shirts. So the way I came up with Denmark Anarchy was kind of like in transition from Mm. Lost Souls, right? So Lost Souls was like originally... That was my baby. That's like, I still have shirts from Lost Souls. I have the original shirts. I have some that I just keep for myself and stuff like that. For memories. Yeah, for memories. But um, I did the clothing line thing. And it, it was going really good. The followers were up. Like, people were wanting to buy the shit. But at the end of the day, I knew I wasn't like, that's not what I wanted to do. Like, in my mind, I was kind of like, I wanted to do this. I, I want to show people that I can do this. And then that was it. Like it, it wasn't like I wasn't, I wasn't attached to it, right? So I started the clothing line, and it went off. I had a bunch of like friends model the shirts, and I had it in a few like, um, like modeling like, uh, it was like uh, I forget the name, but it was in a, it was in a few like shows, modeling shows. It was there. I had the you know the, the shirts on sale for, on Instagram, and it was only through Instagram, mm-hmm. and then um, I, I just stopped. At the, at the end of the day, it was just like, hey, like, are you making more shirts? And I was like, yeah, eventually. But I just didn't. But I learned a lot, right? The Lost Souls was kind of like my first time, like, starting an Instagram that wasn't my personal Instagram. So when I did start it, it was new to me. I was like, okay, cool. This isn't my personal Instagram. I, I don't want to post on here if it was, like, a personal Instagram. Yeah. And the Instagram for it is still live. It's still, it's Lost Souls, like, Lost Souls California. At Lost Souls California, if you, if you want to look it up. But, um. When, when I went through that, I was kind of like, okay, yeah, I did that. 
old story, whatever. And I stopped. I stopped social media for a while. I don't know why. I just stopped. And then in my personal Instagram, I don't really give my personal Instagram out. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) So my personal Instagram, um, I started posting just, you know, random shit that I would do. Um, I still had the clothing on here and there and I was selling shirts here and there. But it was kind of like I already knew this was something that I wasn't going to like go along with because it was just something that I, I was detached from already. Yeah. So, but at that time I was already posting kind of like just random shit that I was doing. I was and always posting beers that I was drinking, like beers that I was drinking, random beers, good beers, rare beers. And someone had told me like, why don't you just start a fucking Instagram with like your beers? Mm-hmm. Cause like it starts it, it, like you're posting beers and then you're posting like yourself and when you're out and shit like that. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So I started an Instagram and I was like, cool. Like the Instagram was solely to just post beers that I drink. It was, it was whether you tried it or not, I was going to post it for you and stuff like that. Like maybe, maybe you've tried it. Maybe you have it. It was Mm kind of like, Hey, this is what I'm drinking today. Or this is what I'm drinking this weekend. Yeah. Like maybe you should try it. So before I did that, I was like, obviously I have to have, have to have a cool fucking name for it. So I was like, I had the kickback i had lost souls california like i need a dope name for it the skull actually came from lost souls so the 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 main oh man i feel like i'm going super deep into like who I I know, am, no right? no no go deep so like the 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 skull that you guys see in denmark anarchy is the the main skull that i would use for lost souls Ooh. so lost souls was all about like the skull and stuff like that i have an infatuation i have a thing with skulls so everyone that really knows me knows that i love skulls and i love shit like that gotcha so i had this skull and this is the skull that i would use like as a centerpiece when i had pop-up shops or when i would go to different shows and i would have a merch table of shirts i would have the skull right in the middle mm. so it just it was kind of like a centerpiece because everyone would know who that is yeah so when i started like when i wanted to start the beer thing i was kind of like i don't want to post my face like i don't want to post me which is good yeah i was like well fuck like it's that stands that stands out. Yeah, everybody always posts themselves like on, on a beer. I gotta stop doing that. I gotta stop doing that. No, no. <laughs> no. So yeah, when I really thought about it this time, so I learned a lot from the like Lost Souls. I learned I learned a lot from Lost Souls. I want to like the success I'm having from Dead Malt comes from the shit and mistakes that I've learned from Lost oh. Souls. So it's kind of like okay, maybe. I shouldn't make so much shit or maybe I should wait and grow a, like a consistent base or fan base or followers before I do something. So in a way, having a skull is kind of like the rebirth. Yeah. Gotcha. And a lot of people don't know that. Mm. So Dead Mall is really a rebirth of lost souls, but in a whole different like in a whole different community. Before it was just like a fashion. Now it's t-shirt. for beers. Now it's like a whole beer community. Something that I'm like that I'm close to. And you I see love, those numbers. I see your numbers. They're yeah, high as hell. I, I love the beer community. Like, I feel like I'm part of it. It's I family. Feel like, you didn't even know it's family. Yeah. I, I don't feel like, you know, I'm a trailblazer. I just, I'm part of someone that is in the beer community that loves beer and is just going to share what I drink. Do they tell you like, oh shit, is your name Dead Mount Anarchy? Yeah. Like, so oh the, shit, take a picture. Yeah. So, so the first time, like, um... Before I before I talk about Dead Mall, yeah, the first time I went to like an actual like beer share bottle share kind of event, mm-hmm. and nobody knew me. Nobody knew who I was because I don't post my face. 
But people were hitting me up on my Instagram, my DMs are like, because I was posting videos and like, hey, where are you at? Like, where are you at? I'm here. Where are you at? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm over here by this brewery. Or I'm over here by that. They're like, oh, I don't even know how you look. Like, who <laughs> are you? And you, the first person. That's perfect. The first person that asked me, hey, like, who are you? What do you look like? So I can go, like, meet you is we are parched. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so I was I was at a, we were at an event. And he hit me up on the DMs because I, I had uh, throw a video up. And he was just like, dude, like, where are you at? Like, who are you? And I was just like, hey, I'm, I'm wearing this. I'm in this hat. Like, if you could find me, cool. And he found me. That shit was an ugly girl? <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait. I, wait, I see you, no. but you won't see me. Yes, no blind date. Yeah, so I was there with a few homies, and he tapped me on the sh- shoulder, and he was like, hey, are you dead mole? And I go, yeah, I am. And he was just like, dude, nice to meet you. Like, what Like, what the fuck's up, man? And that's, <laughs> that's that, that was the first time. And I've seen him again over at the bottle share. Yeah, now we're now we're pretty cool, man. Like, him, him and I are cool. The guy Chug's like, you know. Nah, okay. you just gave him the tickets. Fuck that. No, no, no. <laughs> that was at this recent right, bottle share. He just gave it to him like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll but, meet up again. But back in the day, he was the, for him and his girl were the first yeah. ones to... To actually be like, how many years? How many years was this? I don't know, probably like two years, uh, not, a year ago. Because I just started oh, Dead yeah, Mall. Yeah. I just started Dead Mall like a year ago. Damn. So um, yeah. So when I started, when I wanted to start a beer thing, I was kind of like, cool. Like I'm gonna start a beer page. I was, I, I was about it. I was like, I'm gonna start a beer page. I'm, I'm not gonna post beers on my personal shit. I'm gonna post beers on this shit. Uh-huh. I'm not even gonna follow my close friends. Like if my close friends end up following, cool, they follow, but they don't know it's me. Like, I didn't want to post my face. I just wanted to post beers. But then when I started going through, like, beer Instagrams, everybody was just posting beers and nothing stood out to me. So I was like, so if I start one, how the fuck am I supposed to, like, stand out when everyone's just posting the can or them pouring something with the can next to it? I was like, I got to have something that stands out. So as when I looked at the, the skull that I used for Lost Souls... As a centerpiece, I was like, this this centerpiece is going to be the main piece of my next Instagram. Because I still, I love skulls. I love anything skull. So when I created that, I was like, cool, like, this is it. He's going to be the centerpiece. The skull is going to be the face of the Instagram. I still have no name, right? So I'm like, cool, cool. Like, I got to create, like, a cool name for people to, like, you know, attach to. Yeah. So I started thinking like, you know, everybody's like hop this and hop that. Fuck and all that. Hops this and Hell, oh, you know what I mean? Just, no. I'm like there's underscore. Too, there's too many hops. Like H O P Z, H O P S. No, man. And I'm like, dude, like and again, I'm still thinking back on the clothing line Lost Souls California, where more of like, cool, like how do I catch attention to a consumer or to a follower? How do I separate myself? I can't use hops. Because hops is everywhere. Yeah. So I started looking up shit. Like, I already knew about craft beer. I was drinking craft beer. I started looking up shit like lingo in the craft beer community. Right? I knew malt was used, obviously, right? And the dead... The dead came up because obviously the skull, right? Yeah. But a lot of people don't know that the dead in dead malt anarchy, it's an acronym. The D-E-A-D means drop everything and drink. Oh, say that one more time. So so the dead and dead malt anarchy means drop everything and drink. Remember that, guys. So if you you drop it into the the first letters of drop everything and drink, it's called dead. And, And a lot of breweries use that term as it's called dead time. So dead time 
in a brewery, some breweries that use that phrase is they use, they take an hour out of the day where everyone stops working and they, they all pour the beer that they're brewing and they all try it. Huh. So it's called dead time. So if, in a, if you're in a brewery and you hear dead time, it means drop everything that you're doing and drink. Wow. Yeah. I just learned something new today. Yep. And uh, the de- it kind of re- it kind of like went perfect with it because the skull was obviously he's dead, the skull's dead. Mm-hmm. Drop everything and drink is something that I I yeah. already love. It's kind of like I already drink, the dead, and then malt. You know what I mean? I at the first the first thought of it was supposed to be dead malt society, right? That was gonna be the first name. I, yeah, was okay. dead malt society, where I was kind of like, okay, we're a society of. You know, drop everything and drink malt beer, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel like society felt or just... It just didn't feel right. No. Right? Because I'm like, at the end of the day, yeah, we're all this and that. But people are looking for something to be like, you know what, fuck it. Like, we're all going to be something. We're all going to, like, stand up as one united something. And fuck, fuck the fucking people that are doing this. And fuck the people that are doing that. Like, fuck the mainstream, like... People that, like, don't usually aren't on Instagram or aren't on fucking, like, posting pictures of themselves. Like, the like the, the ones that are, like, the the ones that are in the back. Like, the people that are in the back. The people that, that don't, people don't really know about. Like, what do they usually do? Like, they revolt. Like, a lot of, the, a lot of them are, like, people that revolt and people that are, like, rebels against shit. Like... What do they usually do? Like in the, in back in the days, they would mm. they would start like a militia and start an anarchy over yeah anarchy over shit that was already popping right. The so government. like so I came up with Dead Mall Anarchy, where it's not just me. Dead Mall Anarchy eventually I want it to be a group. Like you could be part of Dead Mall Anarchy. Any of the followers can be part of Dead Mall Anarchy. Anarchy is something that like you're not part of the mainstream. You're not part of like that you're not conforming to society. You're not like, hey, let me just be. Everyone else is posting beers, but let me let me be part of that cool group, or let me be part of that cool group. It's like, fuck you and fuck them. Like, we do what we do. At the end of the day, what what do we do best is we drink beer. Mm-hmm. So like, when I started that shit, my mind was like, it's not just me. It's like, let me just start a name and a brand so that people can attach themselves to, and. You know, and let the anarchy grow. Like, this fucking group, at the end of the day, whoever wants to be part of it can be part of it. But it's more of, like, fuck all these mainstream fools. Like It's almost like a brotherhood. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? And it's, like, yeah, it's something where it's just, like, I, I want to be part of that because, like, this dude's not mainstream. Like, fuck, like, fuck them. Or they're always, like, oh, being friends with so-and-so because... Because, oh, it's going to make them popular. Like, nah, bro. Like, at the end of the day, Dead Mall Anarchy is if you love to drink beer, if you're an outsider, if you're an outcast, if you don't want to conform to fucking the people that are mainstream, then, like, it, it they, this is what it is. At the end of the day, that that's what Lost Souls was, mm. was, what, was based on. Because Lost Souls, it wasn't like, oh, this guy's talking about him being a lost soul and shit like that. No, like... Lost Souls, the the original like clothing brand was, we're all lost souls in a forgotten society, and the lost souls in that forgotten society was people that didn't belong or people that outsiders were yeah, like black sheep, black sheep, or people that told you like, hey, you're not good enough, 
or you don't belong here. Those were my lost souls. You know, right? Mega Man's a free agent. You know that. Yeah. You know <laughs> <what I> mean? <laughs> Bro, like, and I feel like I said I'm getting like super deep on your. No, it's deep. I like it. But but that's what lost souls and dead malt like. Dead Malt is Lost Souls. Lost Souls is Dead Malt. And a lot of people don't know that about me. And that's, like I said, this is my second brand that I'm creating. And, I, and I'm creating it in a way that's bigger and better than what I had already originally started. I was going to say, what bro hurt you? Who hurt you? you to, for you like, to be like this. It's like, no, fuck, and, man. And it's not like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, sometimes, I, like, trust me, there, there's a bunch of people on Instagram where, like, they post, like, dope beers or they're at every brewery. Their or, face, whatever. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm talking about the people that, like, don't post like you know what i mean the people that like have good beer but they have like 100 followers or 150 followers or 20 followers like like the people that aren't like oh like fuck that instagram he's nobody like fuck no bro you're somebody dog like like i i i, I follow those people the feel the people that have like 10 15 20 instagram followers because those are like loyal craft beer like drinkers and people that know their shit like when like with your instagram because i know you have five six thousand followers and, and and i'll be very blunt like in the same way because i you know i do you really really look at everyone's like instagram you know the numbers and stuff because i have to be like that you know i go by when in stories i know oh he just add numbers but is he really liking me is he really going to be there to support me yeah that's how i feel like that so the, the big thing like that i support like i just talked about this the supporters the one that i support Aren't the people that have thousands of Instagram followers? Mm. Yeah, I know them. Yeah, we're cool, and yeah, I've, I've connected with them. It's the ones who but have smaller it's, numbers. It's the ones that are smaller followers because those are your loyal followers. Mm. Those are the people that are be like, yeah, Deadmau Anarchy. Like, I'm about, I'm about, I'm about that lifestyle. Or I'm about him. Like, Fuck. those are the people that I drop likes on and I comment or I comment back on. Is the people that like. Oh, this guy has fucking X amount of thousand followers. He's never going to follow me back or he's never going to comment shit back. Like, no, those are the people that I follow back. Those are the people that I comment back, right? People always think about like, oh, you have this amount of followers, but you're following some amounts of people. Like, bro, like look at the people I'm following. I'm following people that have like 100, 200 Instagram followers. Like that shit to me don't mean nothing. To me, that's like, that's a loyal beer drinker. That's somebody that I'd rather sit down at a brewery with and bullshit than someone who has fucking 60,000 followers yeah, where true. it's all about themselves. And it's like, oh, I'm all about this. I'm all about myself, myself, myself. Where I'd rather just hang out with somebody that's all about the beer, bro. Like, at the end of the day, this whole shit, this whole, like, craft beer stuff is about hanging out with people, have a good time, and, and hang out with people that, like, know their shit about craft beer. Cool. You know what? This is a this is a very important topic. So let's let's get down to the nitty gritty. Now we're getting to fucking beer talks. Yeah, we're getting to all this shit. So when we have social media, like with your social media, my social media, you know, we're more very picky who we follow or who we like. You know, like when I when I do beer talks, I'm very picky who I want to bring on. Depends. Oh, everyone cares about the numbers and this. I I care about that person. Right. You know, I want to almost because you know I was telling you earlier, I'm a, I'm more of a storyteller. I want to get to know insides and out when I have a guest on. Who are they about and all? So that's where when a lot of people are like, hey, I want to be on your podcast, but what do you bring to the table? Right. What is your life? But a lot of people don't want to open up about their life. Yeah. Like you know, so I don't have a story for you. It's like you can talk about beer is cool, but 
I want to get to know what you do when you're not brewing, what you're doing when you're not on social media about beers and this. I want to know what's your lifestyle like, yeah. you know? But they don't want to open up. You know, they talk about it, but they don't want to be about it. No, yeah, I get you. Totally. They get bro. scared. I don't know why people get scared. I mean, like I said, they, they could get scared because they don't want to open up. But again, those are the people that Deadmall Anarchy connects with, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I connect with the people that don't want to open up or the people that are like, oh, I don't care about the followers. Like, I just... I just want to post pictures of beers that I like. Cool, bro. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that I'm... De- like, we talk on the DMs or I'm liking their shit. Mm-hmm. Or people hit me up on the DM and they're like, hey, bro, like, thanks for following me or thanks for, oh. thanks for like, commenting on this doesn't and it, that. Doesn't that, doesn't that feel like it gets you, like, it, 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 it brings... It sheds light. Like, it brings happiness when a, a person says that yeah. to you. And again, like, you know, it, it does bring happiness. But at the end of the day, like, I didn't, I didn't make this... This Instagram, or I didn't make Deadmall Anarchy to be famous. I didn't make Deadmall. Did it for the likes. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, do, it, I didn't do it for the gram, or I didn't do it for yeah. the likes, like you just said. But I just did it because I love craft beer. My homie, my homie Chris, he got me into, not my brother Chris, but my homie Chris mm-hmm. got me into craft beer. I used to just be a regular dude drinking fucking Coronas and Modellos and stuff like that. But he got me... Bless Excuse you. me. Bless you. He got me into the game, and, and it's something that I always, like, you know, till this day, I'm like, hey, bro, do you remember the first fucking beer you gave me? Or the first craft beer you made me try? Like, shit like that, which is awesome to me. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Man, we got, we got no cats in here. I'm talking so deep, I got the allergies on way, yeah. No, so, and that's good. And um, I know with your social media, I follow, and I, and I see... I, I, I don't think like I don't follow. I see a lot of the stuff that you do. And the first time I met you, it was at, at the bottle share at Uncle Henry's Deli. Yeah. I was, was I came time. I came right after work. And I saw that school site. That's dead mall. I was like, what happened, man? We get in my pockets. What's up, dude? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you came with your boys and everything. But I was like, I had to introduce. And I was like, I just felt like, man, you know, when you meet people like you follow, it's like, oh, shit. I feel like I get like that, yeah. you know? That's how I am. I still get that way. When I meet people that I follow and I'm like, hey, you're fucking so-and-so. Like, I follow you. And they're just like, who are you? And I'm like, oh, like, I'm Demo Anarchy. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, I follow you. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, bro. Like, okay, cool. Like, mm-hmm. I, I still get that way. Like, where I follow people or... I yeah. won't mention a girl's name, but she's like, is your name Mega Man? I said, yeah. I said, do you want to grab my boob? Damn. I was like, yeah. Oh, those are nice. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> but, so good. Yeah. But I get you get you get so much people who uh, you follow you and random like, hey, is your Mega Man or this whatever. I was like, yeah. Can I take a picture of you? I was like, cool. He's like, whatever. You ever get like that? Do people. Um, I don't like. I mean, recently, just recently, the bottle share this one and then this past one was because I brought the skull with me. Again, people don't know like what I look like. Like you posting a picture of me was kind of like. Okay, like oh, uh, like people, I should have, I should have, no, 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 like, it's cool. Was it cool? I'll yeah, take it no, down. No, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool, but people don't really know what I look like. You could say dead mall, and then you tag my actual face, and people are like, "Who the fuck's that guy?" You know wow. what I'm saying? Like, they are don't, you serious? Yeah, they don't know me. They know the skull, which is cool to me. Like, I don't, that, that's perfect. You want to yeah, know the skull? So when I started, get all the fucking pussy. Yeah, when I <laughs> when I started going to bottle shares, was like, you know what? Like, I I still want people to kind of know that I'm here. Let me bring the skull with me. So I started bringing the skull with me, and I would put it on the table, and be like, "Cool, like I, I'm with a bunch of homies. Nobody's still not gonna know who I am." 
I told you who I was, but there's still people that like sit at the table or like, oh, like, hey, that's the that's the dead malt skull, and I'm like pouring beers or my homies are pouring beers, but they still don't know who dead malt is. But like I said, because I've never posted a picture of myself, you're you're the first one, and my my brother, he usually like from the kickback will post the skull before he posts me. Mm-hmm. You're the first one really to post like a picture of me and who I what fucked I, up what I look like. Up. No, no, it's cool. It's no, it's no. It's not I know, I know, deal, I know. But it's more of like, like I like I I want you guys to know that I'm not in it to be like oh like oh it's a gill like yeah, he yeah. wants to like be faint or be be known by people when he goes to beer. <laughs> nah, bro. Like I do it because I don't I don't at the times I don't want to be known. I just want to be. Behind known. the scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes and let me enjoy the beer. Oh, you like the skull? Cool, take a picture with the skull. Like, usually when I show up to an event, I show up with, like, people. So, people will be like, okay, so the skull's there. There's five or six, two or three people sitting at the table with the skull. Like, who the fuck's the dude that runs the Instagram? Like, who is he? You know what I mean? And, they always say that. Yeah, and then sometimes they're like, oh, man, Dead Malt's so cool. Or the, the skull's so cool. Like, who runs the Instagram? And usually my homies are like, ah, like. It is what it is. If you want a picture, take a picture. Like it is what it is. But that that but that's go. I mean, like now understanding, like the rebirth of you know lost souls into dead mall. Now now I totally get it with the you know drop everything. You know yep. now it makes sense where it's like okay, and that's where I feel like understanding you and and let the listeners understand who dead mall is. But you have to look back. Of your journey of what you've been through and where you are at now, and and who Deadmont really is. Yeah, man. I, I like I said, I learned a lot from having a clothing line. I learned a lot. Like I learned the good. More like a renaissance, huh? I I, I try, man. I, I learned that's the, good, huh? I learned the good things from from having a the a, a social media with over ten thousand followers, and I learned the bad things as well from like maybe having too much, you know. Too much content to buy from, or yeah. not creating enough demand. Like as far as when it comes to clothing, uh-huh. like I learned a lot from that. Because the only person I know who's more of a renaissance in the beer game is Wicked Brew. Wicked Brew, yeah, okay, I he, follow him. Yeah, he he has his own business. He makes beers. He does. He makes beard products. He does vinyls and, and I don't know if he does stickers, but he makes shirts and all that stuff. He's like doing five things to bring income to his to his. For him, for his family. That's dope. So that's something where it's like, he can do it all. Yeah. You know, it's like, man, you're just missing a podcast, you know? I mean, I did a podcast with him. He was nervous in like the first two minutes and he just went on the bro. Like, dude, you're, you, you're knowledgeable about beers and all that stuff. And, and that's why I feel like you're like probably the second person I know. Like Renaissance, you like you said, you're, you're doing promoting. Yep. You know, you're making clothing line. Yeah. Doing beers, you're doing collabs, you're doing these bottle shares. You know, now sooner, maybe coming soon, your own podcast. Yeah, man. The, like I said, I did. I did want to start my own podcast and a lot of shit with Dead Malt. So I do want to create uh, not only more content, but I do want to create merchandise for Dead Malt. And and I use a lot of people as like um, inspiration, right? So like beer zombies, right? The, uh, He's great, everywhere. Great inspiration. He's everywhere. So Chris from Beer Zombies is. He started the brand, right? It was just brand. It was he didn't have his own brewery, he didn't have his own tap room. Nah, so his own bottle like tap room over there all, in Vegas. Yeah, all he did was grow the brand, start collabing with people, and get the name out there, right? And that's that's eventually what Dead Malt I I want to see grow too is 
I start collabing with different people. I, maybe I collab with the brewer and it's like, hey, let's create a fucking beer. Cool, man. Let's let's create a beer. Let's put the skull on there like they do with other beers and stuff like that and make great beer for people to drink. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like, of course, I want to make great beer, but I also want to make great shit for people to, to buy from or even for me to give out. Like I said, I learned from Lost Souls, right? So I learned the highs and the lows from having a, a cloning line. So I told myself when I started this, and I started seeing like the followers grow up and I'm like, okay, cool. Like there's something here. Like, how do I, how do I maximize what I'm doing here? So it's like, cool. Like I'm eventually people keep asking me like, Hey, do you have stickers or do you have hats or do you have a shirt? And I'm like, not yet. Like I know, I know when it's time because with lost souls, it was my first clothing line. I did everything all up front. People are telling me the same thing. Mega man, you're putting too much content out, but Where's your merch? Where's your stickers? Where's your pins? Yeah. It's like, I'm more focused on content. I'm more focused on my guests and all that. When I do take months off, I will, little by little, do that. But you don't want to be overwhelmed. Right. And that's where I feel like, because there's a lot of podcasters, a lot of people have teams. I don't have a team. It's by myself. Yeah. So, But to me, like how you say, doing your clothing line, doing all that, you're doing it. You want to know what's you want to know what's a 411 like I want to know everything yeah. what's going on because that's my money you know like if I'm going to do pins stickers and this merch I want to know everything what's going in and what's coming out exactly yeah and I feel like now now that I have that uh, that experience from the clothing line mm-hmm. I can grow it bigger than what it was before yes right I know like people are asking me for it and before with the clothing line people asked for it and I made it it was like here you want it here it is and a lot of people will tell me, like, hey, if people are asking for shit, why don't you make shit? And I just know, like, it's not time yet. Like, it's not time. Like, yeah, I only have, I mean, I almost have 5,000. I have 4,000 followers. It's just, it's not, like, it's not time. Really? Like, I just, I, I know from the experience of having the clothing line, and I know, like, the ups and downs from that, and maybe, like, me pushing a lot of merchandise, or maybe not, me not pushing so much merchandise. I learned from that shit, and I told myself, if I were to ever do another brand, and I, I didn't know I was going to do a beer line. If I were to ever do another brand, I'm going to do it totally different. I'm just going to grow a loyal customer base at first and just post shit, post shit. People like it. Cool. You like it. Right. But eventually it'll come through, man. Like once I once I come out with merchandise, it's it's consistent with like it's just going to sell out. But I'm only going to do a few things here, a few things there and create like demand. Right now, I feel like I'm going deep with like no, no, no. with marketing no, and sales. Right? No, you because a lot of people who who are gonna get into the podcast and get into the collabs with the beers and all that. This is very knowledgeable uh, information that yeah. a lot of people should know because, like you know, like Chris from Beer Zombie, uh, Edgar from Beer Thug Life, you know, Hop Squad, and, and a lot of people like Wicked Brew and all that. They're doing it. You know, yeah. they're doing whatever they can to get their name out there. Yeah. So a, a lot of them are cool. Like, and I follow I follow all the people you said. I follow them. And all I do is I sit back and I study, bro. I study. Observant, yes, that's how I am. Observe and study yeah. and see where a lot of people don't want to yeah. work on their weaknesses. Yeah, and exactly. And like I said, I, I've I've had with with Daniel from Hip Hop Craft and Edgar from Beer Thug Life. We did the event. Like I said, and I, I sit back and I study, bro, because I know I know that it's not my time yet. You know what I mean? I just sit back and study. I study. I learn from them. I learn from the shit. The the, the experiences that I've had in the past 
and I'm just like, all right, I I know I know when it's time. It's all about the reps. I know I know when it's time, bro. Yeah, a lot of people, like I said, even you're not rushing. And even no, I'm not. I'm not rushing because there's no rush in what I do, bro. At the end of the day, this Instagram is for. I love beer. I love. I love to drink, bro. I love to drink beer. I mean, we all love beer. Like, uh, we want to talk about just a little bit. But I know that you were talking early on the break that your dream was to do like a little, a little party, but only for certain invite certain guests. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I'll, I'll speak on that. So I do want to do, and this is part of growing Deadmall, right? So me partnering with Daniel Hip Hop Craft and doing and promoting for. For Brunch and Brew, Volume 2 and Volume 3, me partnering with him and Beer Thug Life is all, again, it's all, there's always, there's always something, there's always a reason to why I do things. And remember, Gilbert knows how to fucking promote. He has a little experience in the behind the scenes back in the day when he was young, so he knows the game. <laughs> yeah, brother, yeah, so everything I do is for a reason, right? Yes. Maybe I, I put in the work. Or maybe I promote like Dan- Daniel hit me up and be like, dude, you're pushing shit hard. This is shit that I've already done. He, Daniel knows because he looks at my shit. He wakes up like fucking Mega Man. I don't know yeah. how you do it, but you're fucking doing it. Yeah. And or it, like I'll let him know like, dude, you gotta you gotta push on certain times or certain days. Like, mm. so him and I have conversations, and he doesn't know. I've, I've he'll know now if he listens to this that I used to be a promoter, or that even in in my professional work, my personal life. Again, I do profit development. So this is me coming up with ways on how to be profitable for a company. And the company, I make money for a company, right? At the end of the day, I'm doing this so I can like eventually make money for myself through this. So it, it's all it's all a process, man. I do everything for a reason, right? So you talked about me having me having something. So I eventually do want to have like a a bottle share, but an exclusive bottle share, right? It's it's not going to be open for everyone to buy tickets to. It's not going to be like, oh, hey, everyone's invited to Dead Malt Spot to have a bottle share. So what I eventually want to do is create a super exclusive bottle share or can share with, with fucking Heavy know, influencers or with, brewer, with brewers or even with people, like I said, in the beginning that aren't don't have a bunch of followers that follow me. And stuff like that and, and get them to like connect with people in the industry and stuff like that. And so that I could post a bunch of shit about it and everyone go like, where the fuck was that at? Or how come there wasn't an event bright link for that? Like that event, like I want, I want to do a few of those where to get everybody talking and be like, how the fuck do I get invited to that? There's so many people mm. here and so many people there. And I see the stories, I see the pictures. How do I get invited to that? To a point where I'm like, cool, like, you guys want it? Here it goes. I got so much love when I post all the stories on my Instagram of the bottle share. And it's like, fuck, it was lit. It's like, yeah, you see Mega Man fucked up smoking out? I was like, I saw everyone was there, boom, boom, boom. Like, I had over like seven or 800 people like looking at my stories of the bottle share. Yeah. And it is, and it is where like Daniel hit me up, hit me up two nights before. Like, hey, like, Hey Gil, like, do you want do you want to do anything at the bottle share? Like, do you want to talk on the mic? Is there anything you want me to say about Dead Mall Anarchy? Ooh. Do you want me? To, and I, you know what I told him? I told him, no, I'm good. I go, just let me promote it. Let me sell tickets for you. Let me just go and enjoy myself. Yeah, if you want to say Dead Mall Anarchy's here, cool. 
But at the end of the day, I told Daniel, I was like, look, this is your event. This is your baby. Brunch and bottle, like, uh, what's it? Brunch and brew. Right? The bottle share. Super nice guy. I love yeah, that guy. I told, I, he, he's called me and I told him, I'm like, look, you don't have to do anything for me. Like, I'm here to support you, bro. Like, I'm here to support the movement. I'm here to support the bottle share. You don't need to do anything. I don't need to grab a mic and be like, hey, yo, my name's Gil from Dead Mall. Like, thanks for coming. Thanks for being here. Like, nah. I told him, I'm like, dude, like, let me just come. Let me just bring beer. And let me just be a fucking fan of the bottle share. Yeah, my fucking logo's on it. Yeah, I'm (laughs) promoting it. But, like, I don't need to. I don't need anything, bro. Don't. Like, this is your event. You know what I mean? So, like, at the end of the day, when I do have my own event, as far as the Dead Mall Anarchy Bottle Share, and I'll come up with a name for it, and I know the name's going to be fire, mm-hmm. I, I can call Daniel and be like, hey, Daniel, I need your help with this. You get what I'm saying? Like, or, hey, so-and-so, I need your help with this. Or, I got the homie who works at a brewery and has great connects with different people, and like, I need your help with this. Like, um... Going back to with Daniel from hip hop, I uh, I remember when I reached when he followed me, I reached out and he was first starting the hip hop craft show at you know, and I, at the time it was small, his numbers were small, and I was like, dude, I, I like your videos, I like your stories, I like your where you going. It's like I'm gonna get you on my podcast. It's like, and you know, he was traveling, doing all this. Yeah, yeah. When I first met him doing the podcast, at the time I was with my ex, man, it was like something about him, like I just feel this energy. He was so humble. Yeah, dude, he's super down to earth, bro. And when super I, down to earth. When I did the podcast with them, it's like he had a vision. He knew what it's like that. And when he did the bottle shares, I was like, well, okay, I'll, I'll go. But when I went for the second time, when I came late from work, I was like, oh, fuck. And the third, I was like, we got something. And with Daniel, it was just something about him. And now I know when this thing is going to be out for a while. But he did an episode with I Love Minchiladas. I oh, know. yeah, recently. Yeah, so he was like, oh, shit, I got to hear it. Because there's something about that guy. And I always wanted to pick to myself, why do you do it? And that's why when I had him on my podcast, we only scratched the surface with him. Right. I need to get him on because I want to dig more deeper of Daniel. I feel like there's something with him he's not telling me. Yeah, man, there, there's there's more there. And, and like I said in the beginning, I'm always big with surrounding myself with people that just have the same drive you don't have to have fifty thousand followers but if you have the same drive i have and you're humble Mm -hmm. and you're down to earth is when we can create dope shit together Mm -hmm. right like you and i we can do something we don't have the most followers in the world but the work ethic and the grind we can create something there's always something where it's like you know like to me i'm building my numbers and our Instagram organically. Right. Not like where I'm just going to follow, follow, follow and don't respond back. Right. I'm getting the followers because they, I feel like when people follow me, like, oh shit, you have 30 new followers today. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, what am I doing? And I follow them back and I always, and I always respond to everyone. Thank you for following me. I'm going to do the podcast better. Follow my journey and all that. Yeah, and, and you should, you man. Know? That's something that it just shows that you're you're down to earth and you're grateful for every person that follows you. I I, I think I, I don't know if I said this on the Kickback podcast, but when I said my what you know was my dream was to ever to be on one day be on the Joe Rogan's podcast. Right, I remember. And I remember doing that as like you know what I, I will always be humble, but 
the people who I ever had on the podcast, I would never forget them because it would help me. It build my podcast, but also it it helped me to understand each and every one of my guests. Yeah, I feel you. Like being humble, it that's that's awesome. At the end of the day, you should always be humble and connect to your guests in a way that mm-hmm. you normally don't connect with, mm-hmm. right? Like say the long run of Dead Malt Anarchy, I just want to be able to bring good good beer to people eventually when I collab with breweries is bring good beer to my followers or good beer to people that love beer and just good content or good merchandise that people would be like proud to rep. Like, yeah, I rep a dead mall anarchy snapback because this dude is humble as fuck mm-hmm. and he knows where he comes from. Like, I don't ever forget where I come from. Okay. And don't ever like, if you were to hear shit about me, don't let anybody tell you like, I know, I know where the fuck I come from. Like, I, I come from the bottom. And a lot of people don't know that about me. Like, I come from the fucking bottom. That's why, dude, now we're getting more deep. Yeah. Because when you talked about that right there, I feel like a lot of people get their persona of Mega Man. Is he this? He's an asshole. He's a prick. He's this. He's that. But I have to be like that because I weed out all the fake people. Right? Yeah. You have to be on my game. I have to be honest and real and all that. Because I cannot be... I can't, I can't be scripted. I can't be, like, fake because... My audience will know. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck's going on? And I, I have to be like legit. As long as I'm real, honest, and me, then people's like, oh shit, Mega Man's one of us. Oh yeah, bro. You know when your brother when he said he, when he heard the Mega Man's lives, like man, when I talked about why I put my ex on blast or certain people, as like I can never be like that. But people have to be exposed. People have to be put on check. But you know, I say what I say, but people learn. People listen. Yeah, and that's that's one of the reasons. Like I said, I my brother, yeah, he's my brother. Of course, I'm gonna support him. Yeah, but I listen to the podcast because I know he's humble, and Jesse's humble, and Jay's humble as fuck. Like I know the shit that they come from. Like they're not worried about the listens. They're not worried about the followers. They're just there to have a good time. Sometimes I wish in a way, I don't like saying the word envy, but sometimes I do when I see certain podcasts that I do envy because. With my podcast, I was dealing with pressure since day one. Oh, shit. Because, you know, when you had George Perez and Sidek, I was thrown into the Lions. Right. And when Martin Rizzo invited me on his podcast and told me how to do it, I had all this pressure. And I still, because, you know, with Felipe, people always think like, oh, Mega Man, you get help from Felipe. Martin or George Perez or Martin Rizzo and all that. Or Beto Duran or whatever. They're giving me advice. They're not helping me out. Right. But I'm, I'm, I want them to know like I'm grinding. Exactly. Like if you see if you see me grinding, your brother sees me grinding. I'm like I'm doing it, but with no help. But I'm not being a boy cry wolf where it's like, oh my numbers are done. What am I gonna do about it? It's like no, you gotta dig deep and hustle and be like, oh shit, he's over here doing overnight working. He's Family guy, and he's doing this. How do I keep up with Mega Man? Right. And that's just how it is. Like, I just want to... And that's not even talking about, like, me doing other people's podcasts. Sure. But you got a network of doing whatever I can. But to me, it's like... People want to know how do you deal with that? How do you? What's the madness with Mega Man? How do you deal <laughs> of doing the social media and this, everything? I could teach it, but people would be like, you're too much. Yeah. It's just... It's how it is, you know, but I do it because I love it. 
And a lot of people say, why do you do the podcast? What, what's your end game? There is no fucking end game. You know, you just I'm just enjoying the ride. You know, you should be man. That that's how it is. There shouldn't be anything at the end of the day. Yeah, you want to be successful. You want this and that, but you should already at the end of the day, you should just be like, I just I'm here to do podcasting because I love podcasting. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or even if I have one listener, it is what it is. Hey man, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Just be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for what you're doing. Alright. We're gonna take a break right now, but man, because we're going deep, man. Like I didn't think it was gonna be this deep, but we're going deep. We'll take a break right now. What's up everyone? Mega Man here. Uh I just want to talk for a couple more minutes before we get back to the episode with my guest, uh, Dead Malt Anarchy. I just want to say um, thank you for everyone who has been subscribing to the Mega Man's podcast. Uh, shout outs to uh, most of the people who left, uh, you know, like good reviews on the Apple podcast for the Mega Man's podcast you know, rates and reviews. I would really appreciate it because, you know, I want to make the the podcast better. So if if you guys, everyone who listens to this, you've got, if you have time um, on Apple Podcasts, go to the Megan Man's podcast page. Please rate and review. Leave me some stars. Leave a comment to make the podcast better because that's where I'm really, really focused on is to make the podcast better for you to listen to everyone. And um, I just want to say, um, I hope is every I hope everyone is uh, doing okay, being safe uh, from this coronavirus. What's been going on lately in all of California and in what's happening all over the world? I know there are some good reviews that there are no more cases in China. So in in South Korea, which is that is a good part. Um, you know, a lot of people we have to be quarantined. You know, to not spread the coronavirus, but um, things are looking good. You know, um, I know I'll, I hear I I watch the news. I see what's on Google, see what's on YouTube. Um, I see what's going on on the social media and stuff. You know, everyone's trying to make a vaccine. Um, there's experiments of medicines trying to um defeat this coronavirus and there is a 90 98 chance that this medicine that they're using um is working so that's a good thing so um like i said you know we're gonna get through this guys the economy is gonna get better you know um I don't want to hear about negativity. Always think about positive. Um, and I just want to say, I want to give a shout out to a lot of people who listen to the podcast, but also a lot of people who got laid off. It It's really sad, guys. A lot of people, because the economy is on hold because of the governor of California and this, but we're gonna get we're gonna get through this i get it i've been through that situation i know how it is to be laid off and you know times are hard right now and you know we have to hustle we gotta do what we can to make ends meet or how we to come up with the rent money or this or whatsoever but we're gonna get through this guys and um 
we're going to be okay. It's a little setback, you know, and everything, but there's vaccines. People are getting better. <coughs> little by little, it's going to be going down with the coronavirus. As long as we do the stuff that we have to do to stay home and not keep people sick, wash your hands, you know, and all that stuff. So, yeah, we just, we just, ha- we all have to do our part. And, um, Right now, I'm on vacation. Right now, Mega Man's on vacation. And in the meantime, I'm going to be focusing on the Mega Man's podcast, um, trying to um, get some social media done, uh, make a Facebook page, Twitter, the whole nine yards, uh, you know, just trying to push out uh, a lot of these episodes. I was going to put out an episode once a week, but the numbers are really, really doing good because a lot of people right now are listening to radio, TV, Netflix, podcasts. So in a way, I want to start putting out um, two episodes a week. Um, so in the meantime, once I get all my my episodes out, I want to start doing a little bit more podcasts until little by little the coronavirus is going down so I can start scheduling uh, the guests to come on the Mega Man's podcast. There was a lot of guests that said, hey, Let's wait until this coronavirus is down. I totally get it. I understand. But in the meantime, a lot of the guests I'm going to have on, we're going to put on hold until... <sighs> Sorry, guys. I was yawning. The situation is down. So once everything is all good, we'll get back to normal and more podcasts and everything. Um, I can't wait. <laughs> There's a lot of people I want to get on because now that the whole, with the whole coronavirus, um, I know we can't meet up with certain people in this, but we can do like some podcasts on the phone and everything. So I have an idea what we're going to, I have an idea of what we're going to do and stuff like that. So I have a couple of guests I, I want to, uh, to get on the podcast, like kickback podcasts. Uh, Ernesto Grumzilla flashback with the homies, uh, Buda Kutura, you know, with a, a lot of and a lot of other people and stuff like that. So, in, the, in all that, so in the meantime, that's all gonna be in the works. But, like I said, uh, please be safe out there, stay home, wash your hands, you know, if you're sick, just stay home. But, like I said, we're gonna get through all this stuff and things are gonna be okay. Um, I hope you guys like this episode. Follow my boy, Dead Mall Anarchy. Follow the Kickback Podcast. And please subscribe to the Mega Man's Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Please write and review to make the uh, the podcast better. Other than that, I hope you guys like this episode. Now, let's get back to me and Dead Mall doing the thing. Later, guys. Alright, uh, we're back on. We're taking all these breaks. It's like... Pretty much is like some of the beers uh, uh, Dead Mall Anarchy got me. He got me like some great notions. So I can't go wrong with some great notions. You know, it's really good. So yeah, I brought uh, some great notion. I brought some Aero Lodge. I brought some uh, Phantom Carriage. You know, just, just everything so, so you can have a good time here. Yeah, bro. I mean, when you talked about Phantom Carriage, uh, I know the owner, but he now he made the Four Horsemen. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know who the old new owners is or at Phantom Carriage now. Yeah, no, I don't. Like I said, I don't. I don't know the owners. I just have a friend that works there mm-hmm. and helps, you know, pour and brew there. 
So um, how's the beers now? Because now that the transition now, uh, beers beers are bomb, man. The beers are really because they used to be all haunted, all Halloween through like whole year. But I don't know. I haven't it's been. The same, it's the same same spot. The spot is super cool, man. So if you ever have a, but it's chance, not it's not like Halloween anymore. It's still, yeah, no way. Like, like old like eighties haunted, eighties kind of horror movie. Gotcha. Which is super cool, man. Like the vibe, the vibe is cool there. The chef is awesome. I know he's like an award-winning chef, but they let him do his own thing. So the food is good there too. So if you're trying to drink and have some good food, and I've had the food personally, it's good, huh? Fucking fire, yeah. Isn't it weird when you go in there? It's super dark, and like they say, they open at three o'clock, three o'clock p.m. When you get there, it's like feels like it's like you've been there for an hour and a half. It feels like man, it's so dark. When you go in, it's like four p.m. Yeah, it's still like you go out, it's all light out, yeah. And you can't, you can't even find it. It's like in a commercial building. Yeah, it's excuse me, it's like way in the back, but. I mean, Phantom of the Carriage, it's good beers, it's dark, it's Halloween. That That's, bro, you got the skull out here. You know I love that shit. Oh, yeah. I know you do. So, let's go, let's, now we're, now we're getting to the really deep beer talks. What was your first beer you ever had? First beer? Non-craft beer. Not, oh, non-craft? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> a, a, a Bud Light. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and a Bud Light because of my dad. My dad used to drink. A lot of Bud Light. He's like, here's son, have one, you're three years old. <laughs> yeah, a Bud, a Bud Light was the first one, or that had to be something like that. Non-craft, that was probably the first. What was your first craft beer? First craft beer would be, and this is because of my friend Chris, uh, it was, would be Naughty Sauce from Noble. Naughty Ale Sauce? Or, yeah, bro. Naughty Sauce. Yeah, you, you got to try it, man. From Noble's over there way by, uh, by Tustin? No, Noble's right here in Anaheim. There's a Noble in Anaheim. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the one that make all the sours. They, no, the, a brewery makes the sours. But okay. Noble, Noble, um, they make good beer, man. And no, the brewery, the brewer that made uh, Naughty Sauce came from Green Cheek. So um, I haven't, you know what? I, I, people, crapper people are gonna fucking kill me for this. I have Green Cheek beer, but I have never been to the brewery. Here you go, man. And I haven't. I had tried Bottle Logic. Correct me if I'm wrong, but. I have never been to Bottle Logic's brewery. Oh, you gotta go, man. Green Cheek, they opened up a new one in Costa Mesa. I was telling you at the bottle share, I think, or... I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The new Costa Mesa location. Uh, we should go down there, man. Have a few beers, but... Yeah, I was going to ask you, uh, since we're getting to beer talks, uh, you see certain amount of breweries closing down. Yeah. And, like, Barley Forge, uh, State's Brewery, that just closed down, uh, LA uh, Beer Belly, uh, there are certain breweries that also I don't know I don't want to mention names because you know uh, what did you, what do you think about that is it because of what they're just not cutting it the beer sucks um, or you know what I think like I said and, and I'm no one to tell a brewery what to do but John but, but it's 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 your opinion it's it's I feel like breweries or some breweries that are closing down are like stuck in their ways and don't want to change mm. sometimes like the craft beer the craft beer game is changing. Whether it's like the amount of hops you're using or citra or mosaic or hazies and oh no, I'm a brewery that doesn't want to do hazies or I'm only going to do IPAs or West Coast IPAs or I, I don't want to do IPAs, I'm only going to do sours. Like you need to be able to evolve like with the game, right? The game is changing. A lot of drinkers like hazy shit. So like at least come up with something that's going to bring the customer in, right? Whether it's even your marketing, maybe it, it all comes down to social media too. Maybe you're not, maybe the name of your beers aren't creative. Maybe the marketing on your social media isn't like, it doesn't stand out or isn't it creative enough for like the consumer, like you and me or you and I to like, 
oh fuck that's that's dope like i i want to try that just because of the way the can art looks like or just because of the way the name don't like, you hate that when people who want to buy beers they go buy oh by the can art but when it tastes the beer it's like fuck that yeah but at the end of the day they're buying it you know what i mean like the the <sighs> thing is like you you got to brew a consistent beer like something that you're proud of mm-hmm. but also come and market something that that attracts everyone right whether you're male or female audience but that comes down to your marketing and it comes down to your brewers right like if you if you need to like hire a brewer from like an established brewery and pay him more money it at the end of the day it's going to be worth it because he's bringing you fucking he's brewing fire beers at your brewery so check this out this is what i found out so the brewery that you know Aerolodge. yeah so the head brewer out there is amy so i didn't know she's not over here she lives up north Really? And she comes travels to just to make the beers and she makes beers nonstop for hours and like I don't know 10 15 hours whatever and when she's done she goes back oh shit I did not know that I was okay. like wow and I remember I was supposed to have her on my podcast she's like and Maria from uh, Sour Queen B uh, Beer Duck Life she's like you gotta do it over there I was like what do you mean she wants you to do the podcast at Arrow Lodge and I was like well can you do it like she could take a lunch or whatever do the podcast but yeah but I didn't know it, and someone, a lot of people were telling me, yeah, she lives up north, and she travels back and forth and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But she's killer, you know, and all that with beers. Fuck yeah, that's dope. I man. was like, I guess they're paying her good if it mean Aerolodge. They don't fuck around. No yeah, man, we're we're this is Aerolodge right here, Hobdulkin, Hobdulkin. I haven't had that yet, dude. I, I have one in the fridge if you want to try it, but it's from Aerolodge, eight percent. I mean, it's a double IPA. Well, I know we're going to go to Cast and Hammer. That's going to be a next time. But I'll, <laughs> Cast I'll, and Hammer, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll try that next time. But, like, yeah, Aero Lodge has some good. The last time I've been to Aero Lodge, it, my boy Bethel Duran did that, that uh, drop the mic. Oh, okay. Yeah, fuck, yeah, that's a good beer. That hochata beer. Really and then one beer. thing I noticed about it, I don't know if it has something under the can. It always has a little name on it. Oh, shit. I don't know. Maybe check the can to Let's see if it has, see. A, has a name on it. It doesn't. It just says... Uh... You win, perfect, because oh. it's like a Street Fighter <laughs> kind of. Yeah. So with his, with his, he says, "Shut the fuck up." Oh really? That's <laughs> yeah. funny. I didn't know that, but it was like a good sweet who shot the beer was pretty good. Super and, good. Didn't he collab with someone else to do that? Uh, it was with Arrow Lodge, Bethel Duran, and Mo from Crapper Kings. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And really it was a killer. Beer. I bought like a whole twenty-four pack, and it was gone in one week. Yeah, mic drop. I remember mic that. drop, and I was like, man, I hope you do another collab because it was so good. I'm sure they, I'm sure they will. But with with Aero Lodge, that was the actually that was the first time I really went over there, and I was like, wow, you know. They had, cool and spot. also they had a beer called the Chancla, the Chancla yep. beer. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty good, and the one with the golf, the golf ball. Oh, beer nineteen. Beer nineteen. Yeah. So beer nineteen actually, a lot of, uh, the homies from beer nineteen. So Mr. Tropicana and Tips from the Tip, um, they actually partnered with Aerolodge to create that beer. So I'm friends with, you know, Jimmy Tropicana, and I met him through another friend. And Tips from the Tip, you know, it, it was uh, it was cool. We actually went to their beer release, and I was there, and I was posting uh, 
a few of the videos we had the beer release at Aero Lodge and mm-hmm. outside there was a few little golfing little kind of like little, game, <laughs> little golfing games yeah it was cool man it was a cool night yeah would you ever do collabs has any breweries ever come up like hey let's do a collab together um a lot a lot of home brewers will ask like hey let's do a collab or home brewers from like here or home brewers from Houston a lot like from Houston a lot so like the Houston uh, oh, Texas yeah the Houston oh, craft beer game is like super crazy right now and it's super good and i know there, there's a lot of guys that are coming up in the game like home brewers that brew like good shit okay yeah so like misfit brewing like the homie out there if he if he's listening or if you guys want to tell him like that guy's creating some super good what's beer, his name bro. again misfit misfit brewery yeah I'll look him up. and he's a home brewer and he's he's already collabing with big breweries out in texas because they want him to come in and brew beers like what what kind of beer? What's his what's his what's his go to beer? Uh, it, dude, he has a lot. He has like a, has he sent you some he's beers? Got, yeah, man, he's got a Vienna Lager. He's got double hazies. He's got hazies. He's got stouts. He's got them all, bro. And he all at his house. Fuck. Yeah. That's what I like about home brewers because there's some killers out there. Yeah. And I was like, man, what the fuck you doing over here? It's like, well, I do this for fun. I'll give an example. Uh, shouts to a Bipolar Thread. Okay, that's it. Yeah, he's been making beers for a couple months. He, and I had him on my podcast, and he said that... Uh, uh, who's that brewery out there in, in Promona? Homage? Homage, yeah, yeah. Homage, homage. I always say homage. I always say homage. The the owners went to us, had a party. It's like, you made this beer? He said, yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck are you doing this shit? It's like, <laughs> you should come and work... It's almost like, you should work for me. Man, the beers were so good. I was like, "Is he was he had a, it was a, the best hazy I ever had in my life." Really? I, I don't. I'm so, well. I don't give a fuck. They fucking blocked me. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, you know who it is. Yeah. Uh, I think they he makes a better hazy than Electric Brewery. Fuck, that's dope, man. And I just, I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "He just he does it for fun." He's like, "I've been doing brewing for about five or six months." Damn, that's crazy. There's also a person I want to give a shout out to, Recklaw Brewery. Recklaw. Recklaw. I'll tag you on him. He lives out in Marietta, like way out there. Um, makes killer. He's a home brewer. Delicious beers. Yeah. See, and I don't know. Those, those are the people that you want to like. Mojos. I don't really know if you're to Mojos. With. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really want to collab with is those home brewers before like they go mainstream or work with another brewery. But some of them, they don't want to be mainstream. They just, they have their own lives. Exactly, yeah. They always say to me, they, and this is what they always say, Mega Man. If I was 19 years old, then yeah, I would get into the beer game. But I already have, I'm, I'm, I'm like 30 or 40, I already have my life. I'm not going to just sacrifice and drop everything just to make beers. Where's yeah. the benefits? Where's this? Where's no, that? Right. But it, that makes sense. Yeah. No, but so back to what you were saying as far as like if anybody's hit me up, like a few people, and I've, I've hit a few people up as well. Like I eventually want to collab with the brewery or collab with someone to create a beer you know, featuring Dead Malt Anarchy, but it's got to be like you know, it's something that I I want to I want to eventually make and drop for everyone, but it it'll come, man, it'll come. I'm thinking Liberation. Liberation has good beer, bro. Liberation had air shots to Dan and Eric, maybe Lewis from Preston's Brewery, where we over at Borders X. Yeah, I was at Borders X with the homie Randy for, that works at you know Phantom, and he introduced me to the brewer. Over there at Borders X and or Border X and and we kind of vibed out, so it was cool, man. He knows the shit. Yeah, I, I a lot of people say, why do you give him a lot of plugs or a lot of, because 
I think with him, he doesn't get that much credit. And a lot of people... A lot of people don't, don't like what he does or they kind of steal his ideas, but he makes delicious beers. And I know the work that he does, and he's a hard worker. Yeah, the beers out there are really good, bro. His beers are... He knows it, and his beers are really, really good. There's, I mean, like I said, there's so many home brewers. Like, there's, like, so many. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about SoCal Severcettos and this or whatsoever, they're just... They're out there, man. They're yeah, they're all there. over. They're all over. They're out there. Um, what um, are there, like, where you live at, what are there any good uh, breweries that you recommend? Breweries that I recommend. Um, so, if you go to Fullerton, there's Bootleggers. Okay. If you're in Anaheim, that's where everything's at. There's Unsung. I love Unsung Brewery. Woo! Um, Woo! Brewery X is out here. I haven't been there yet. Uh, Noble is out here. If you're still in the OC, Costa Mesa, you got Green Cheek out here. And if you start waking your way, making your way down the coast towards San Diego is when you got Black Plague um, and just a bunch of wild barrels out there. But yeah, exactly. But anything close that I would say here is killing it would be Unsung and Brewery X. What about like by, by Pico? I know there's uh, Brujeria. Yeah, Brujeria out in Pico Rivera. Do you go to, do you go, do you go to the Inland Empire? Inland Empire, not too much, but you I should. mean, like if 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 people are down to go, I'm down to go out there. People, I mean, people have always talked about. I mean, I've been going there, but I stopped going there. I have to go back there again. Sandbox, Sandbox, like they make really good beer, man. But the people, I don't know how they do it, but I mean, there's a bottle release, to, a can release tomorrow. Oh shit! And they're having three can releases tomorrow. I was like, God damn! And I. It's just like, I'll, I might have to go check it out. Maybe drop by and say, what's up? Yeah. I might have to uh, tell them, hey, uh, can we be friends again? Because <laughs> you know, we say like, fucking Mega Man's making enemies. Yeah. No, but there's there's quite a few spots. Almani has progress. I know a lot of you guys go to progress if you're listening. What about Angry Horse? Um, Angry Horse in Montebello. Um, you already brought up Brujeria. Whittier Brewing Company in Uptown Whittier. What was the one you were talking Oh, yeah. I haven't been there yet. Yeah. They're, they're still new. Still... Um, they're still like building on, you know, what they want to like, what their foundation of their beer is. So it's mm-hmm. still like a, a new brewery. So the mm-hmm. spot is great, big place mm-hmm. to hang out at. But I know they're still kind of like brewing, but they they kind of trying to find their identity. Let's talk about uh, uh, a lot. Of, some people tag me from time to time about Cast and Hammer. Well, Cask and is Hammer. that a bar? Ca- yeah, Cask and Hammer is a, a craft beer like bar. All they oh, serve is craft beer. So okay. it's like a like a. You know, diff- different breweries, they'll, the owner there, Dave, um, he'll buy from different breweries or cakes from different breweries. It's almost like Glendale and Taps. Tap from there. Yeah. Have you but, been to um, Glendale Taps? No, I've never been there, but I've heard of it. <sighs> You're missing out. So um, he's got quite a few taps, like, you know, and it, he's got his IPAs, he's got his stouts, he's got his sours, he's got seltzers there for the girls. Or for the guys that like it, you know. No, seltzers? I'm not, I'm not judging. What the fuck bro. is that? Truly, <laughs> truly, but, um, yeah, man, I... I, I I, I live literally one, two minutes away from the place. I know. So it's easy to go to. I'm e- tempted right now. It was even easier to go to like when my friend was the bartender there uh, before he went to Phantom Carriage. But it was, it was um, it's a cool spot, man. It's it's something like in La Habra, there's not a lot of craft beer spots like close to me. And that's something that I can just like walk to pretty much. What what days are usually free? So next time I I might be free on Sunday. Yeah, Sundays, especially there, they're half half off flights on Sundays. Maybe in a way, I'll, I'll so give you a eight, call. Eight or nine bucks up. for a flight. 
Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, on Sundays only. What time? Like, certain uh, times? I think they usually open on Sundays, like at 12 or 1 or something like that. Oh, fuck. Okay. Maybe after 4. Yeah. Let's yeah, see what's definitely, up. bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm always down. Anytime after 5, I'm always down. On, like, on the weekends, out. too? At weekends, same thing, yeah. Okay, we'll see what's up. Well, maybe weekends maybe earlier, but weekdays, anything after 5. Let me yeah. drop my kids off with their baby mama and go over there. <laughs> yeah, man. Come have a beer, bro. I'm down. Uh, with Cast and Hammer, so they have different types of beers, and they always rotate their beers every week or two. Yeah, they got like consistent that. taps, and there's also, like, rotating taps as well. And as, as well. As well. <laughs> and, um, yeah, man, it, it's just it's a cool spot to hang out um, and have a few beers that you've never even tried before. You know, they got a lot of Aerolodge in there. They'll have a lot. Of, they'll have unsung. They'll have a lot of tap takeovers. Again, like you know, I just the spot's cool. I'm not you know trying to promote it to anybody. I don't you know work there. I'm not sponsored by it. But just, I remember like we were supposed to meet up a long time ago to go to Castle Hammer. Long. It was on a Sunday. Yeah, it was a while ago, bro. Damn. But I was like, now I'm, I'm more like, okay, I'll take them up on that offer. It's like, okay, we'll see what's up because it's it like, we'll see what's up. Yeah, it's a cool spot, man. Um, hang out. What are the uh, I know we talk about uh, breweries. What are what's your go to beers that we should be looking out for? Go to beers or go to breweries? Well, with breweries we talked about with Unsung and all that, but with your bottles, like, hey, look out for this one. Check out this one. They're mixing Dude, killers out there. That's tough, man. I mean, <laughs> that's a tough. That's a tough question. What's your top three? I like I like to keep it like real local to like where I'm from. So Unsung. But that's what we want to do. We just just keep it very local where. People from the Whittier, La, La Habra area, or like Orange County, because where you're at, you're like right there, LA and Orange County, kind of like in the yeah. borders. I would say, like I brought up earlier, would be Unsung and Brewery X, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unsung is super, super dope, super chill, cozy spot. And then if you want like the huge spot, it's Brewery X, man. Brewery X is like a full fucking factory. That's Santa Ana, right? Uh, Anaheim. Oh, Anaheim. It's a full. It's like a fucking factory, bro. You you show up, huge, huge warehouse. There's like four different bars inside. Shit. It's huge, bro. From what I've heard, they put like five million into like just their equipment. And it's a few brewers. Few, sounds like what that sounds like um, trademarks in Long Beach. They put a lot of money into that. Yeah. A lot of money in, into Brewery X. But the thing is like people could put money into it and their beer could be shitty. But I've been to Brewery X and their beers are good, bro. The beers are fire. You know when we talked about uh we'll talk about off air. But there's just some breweries where when they open, the beers taste like shit. Yeah. But I would give them give them a couple months, and when they get their feet wet and everything, like, ooh, okay. Yeah, and now, that's kind of what I was saying about another brewery, but I know they're still trying to find yeah, yeah. what works for them. Yeah. And it's a great location, and I know they're going to find something that's dope, but mm-hmm. they're still... They're still getting there. That's like going to a market and you buying some bananas and it's still green. Yeah, exactly. It's, well, just give them some time, you know, and there were some times where trademark, I'll say it, trademarks at the time where the beers weren't that good and it was new. But when they started working on the beers and barrels and all that, give them like, I stopped going there for a couple months. And when I did, it's like, whoa. You guys stepped your game up. And I told Sterling, like, dude, your beers are good. It's like, yeah, I oh, know. Because yeah, oh, he yeah. listens to the podcast. It's like, oh, but we did good. Like, what do you think now? I was like, dude, I can't say nothing wrong. Like, he made a gingerbread, like, stout beer. Oh, shit. And it was oh, like, it tastes like an eggnog beer. That sounds good. It was good. so good. But it was like, and I told Sterling, why did you, he's the owner. Why did you give me a half? It's like, because that's the limit of the laws of Long Beach. Because we can't pour it high. But when I tried it, it was like, 
Now I know why. Yeah. It's, it's like a, it was like a, almost like a 10. Yeah. But it was so good. Shit. You ever had like, are you, are you more like like holiday beers? What kind of, what's your go-to beers? Um, I love hazies, bro. I'm a, I'm a hazy dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting to get like, I love sours. Starting to get into sours more. And then oh, that's another world. Yeah, and then now, I mean, now that I've been drinking like, you know, I don't want to say I drink a lot. I'm not a fucking alcoholic. <laughs> But, like, sometimes, like, I could drink a few hazies and I'm, like, okay. But sometimes I'm still searching for the buzz. You feel me? So, of course, like, I You started, mean you're searching for that holy grail. Yeah. So, I started, you know, dipping my toes into more stouts lately. So, a lot more different stouts. So, like, being a, uh, the peanut butter cup. Actually, Untitled Art has, like, a peanut butter stout that they have on draft or on tap at, um... At the cellar in Uptown Whittier that I, I just had. So, oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so good. Yeah, and I used to, I used to live in Uptown. So if you if you guys want to bar hop in Uptown, let me know and I'll show you the spots. Yeah. If you guys want to bar hop in La Habra and OC, I'll show you the spots too, man. Yeah, I'll check it out because I used to have a friends of benefits girl who lives in Uptown. Dang. And she was she was married, so we won't call her. We won't we won't mention her name, Leticia. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's some good beers out there, and uh, yeah, that's the something. Uh, do you think, in a way, with the beer game, it's so changing with the beers, like with the West Coast, with the Pilsners, with the West Coast IPAs? I think yeah, I think it, everybody's just collaborating together, man. Whether it's just like, there's not just West Coast IPAs and New England style IPAs, mm. like East Coast stuff. I think everybody, like, people from the West Coast want to try shit that's in the East Coast. Yes. People on the East Coast want to try shit that's brewed out here. Like, I think it's just making everybody kind of closer as far as, like... The beers, like, you know, if you want to make a New England style IPA out here in the West Coast, like, fuck it, do it. Like, do it. You know what I mean? People are just experimenting and doing shit anyway, so fuck it. You know what I mean? That's always something where, like, people, like you said, like, for example, like, you know, people are experimenting on different types of beers. You know, like, I always want to make a trip out to Vermont because that's where Hazes were born. Yeah. You know, and all New, New York and all that stuff, Texas, I mean, Colorado, but, you know, like, everyone's all, like, when I had, we had the bottle share. The first time ever, I had a, a pint of the younger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I was like, when I drank, when I drank it, I was like, "Really? <laughs> this is it? That's it, man!" It was- I was not. It's like I tried it, and I was like, "This tastes similar to an El Segundo power plant." Yeah, it's a, there's a lot of hype to it. There's a lot of hype. Do you believe the hype? Uh, like I said, the hype comes with comes with marketing, man. So like. I, I respect the marketing, but at times... Okay, it's like, be honest. Scale from 1 to 10 about Piney of the Younger. Piney of the Younger? Fuck, I don't know. 6, 7. I say a 6. Yeah. I wasn't... I was, like, expecting, like, when people hype it up, I was like... Yeah, you're expecting a fucking 10. You're expecting a 10. <sighs> yeah. Especially, like, they're bottling it now. Like, everybody was, like, trying to get it. You know what I mean? But Yeah, I went there and it I'm was still gone. A fan, I'm still a fan of Blind Pig. Like, Blind Pig's my shit. Over there, oh, oh, uh, Western Rivers. Yeah, Blind Pig. Or, or the Pilsner they had. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a fire with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. You know. Uh, my go-to beer is, uh, well, if it, if I, every beer is different, but to me, my hazies would have to be, I think, a Barrel Brothers. Barrel Brothers, okay. Yeah, the New England one they had. Um, to me, my Pilsners has to be a Labatt Blue. Ooh. I brought that as Canadian That's beer. Good. But a lot of people don't. You can't find it. But my my brewery, he gets that for me. Yeah. But uh, I mean, like besides like like Great Notion always makes good beer. But yeah, I like Alvarado. Oh, Alvarado's been fire. Have you tried the Crowns and Hops? 
the BPL the Crowns and Hops, the guy from uh, Benny and Theo, they made their own Crowns and Hops beer. Is it? It's the the BPL yeah. beef, right? It's cool. I haven't tried it yet. I it's cool. It. I do want to try it. It's so I, I think it's already sold out, but it's 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 good beer. Yeah, Blackbeard Traveler's buying everything over here, bro. Well, he went to Sarah's Market. He went over here. It's like, bro, hook up Mega Man, dude. <laughs> yeah. I went to Stevens. It's like, hey. I heard that guy took yeah he took everything. I have two cans for you, and I was like, I'm not gonna drive over there. I'm fucking sleepy, dude. Yeah. Mo doesn't have it no more, so I'm like, fuck, dude. Yeah, I, I want to try it, man. I, I I do. I respect, you know, Crown and Hops Games too, like what they're doing in the, the crafter community. I think that what they're doing well. is they're. I think I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they're trying to use use the money to open a brewery. I think so too. They're doing a lot of collabs. They're 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 doing the right the right way. They're doing it the right way. Fundraising or yeah. do whatever they're, they can. They're either, like I said, I, I don't know what they're doing, but I do like where they're headed, and I like like kind of like the the lifestyle and what they're trying to like incorporate into the craft beer like society. I I respect it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, we're almost getting to the end right now. Uh, do you have any um like any last words or shoutouts before we log off? Shoutouts, I mean, uh, besides following Dead Mall Anarchy, Dead Mall <laughs> underscore Anarchy, uh, check out my brother's podcast, The Kickback Podcast LA, um, obviously Mega Man. Um, if you guys want to hear more shows on me, I was on The Kickback, I was on George Perez Stories, obviously now I'm on Mega Man's podcast, but um, just kind of stay tuned, man. I, I feel like I'm going to come out with a lot more stuff this year, whether it's collaborating or maybe coming out with a small craft beer instagram or uh podcast and we'll see where that goes man it's shout outs to all my followers yeah people that support bro i, I mean i i love every all of one of my followers so yeah. thank you for the support Appreciate oh yeah it. man and it and you know I, I know this was a time coming for you to come on my podcast and i really want to say thank you for coming on and and i always say this to all my guests now that you did my podcast you're part of the mega man family and you know like with me I'm always going to be there to support you no matter what. Appreciate it. And I like no matter the, just doing it for fun or stories, I'm that's not me. Um I'm always going to be there and you let me know when a date or anything like you do your podcast or your events whenever and I'm going to do my best to be there be over there no matter. Oh, really? Yeah, definitely. Any definitely. shout outs or anything or Uh just no nah, man, no shout outs. Just like I said, I, I wanted to shout out just everyone that follows me mm-hmm. and supports Dead Malt Anarchy and just if you, if you love beer, crack a beer. Cheers to everyone that's listening. That's and what's then, up. Yeah, man, I'll see you around. And where can they follow you at? Deadmall underscore anarchy on Instagram. I, I only just post on Instagram. I just created a what's it what's it called Untapped mm-hmm. account. Same okay. thing. Deadmall. Oh, okay. Anarchy. Untapped account. Okay. Yeah. So, but more just Instagram. If you guys want to hit me up on my DMs or message me, I always message back, bro. I'm not. I'm always humble. I'm not, you know. <laughs> That's how he is. You know, he's always him. And uh, where can they follow Kickback Podcast? Yeah, on Instagram, Kickback Podcast LA. So I have the Kickback Podcast LA. And you can hear Mega Man. You can hear myself on there. Mm-hmm. You can hear, you know, a bunch of the crazy stories that these motherfuckers do. <laughs> oh, yeah. We only scratched the surface when we did that podcast. But I feel I have, when I, when I heard that podcast before we, we sign off, I have, I thought about it, it's like, I got more stuff. I got more. Oh, I got yeah, bro. We need like a part two. Part two for sure. Part two and three. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, bro. Yeah. I know. Uh, other than that, uh, Gilbert, Dead, Dead Mall Anarchy, thank you for coming on the Mega Mass podcast. Yeah, bro. Um, thank, thanks for having me on, man. Thank really you. appreciate it. Um, you can follow me at the Mega Mass podcast on Instagram. 
Uh, follow my personal page at MegaMan6980. Ladies, I always been telling you, stop sending me coochie pictures and shit <laughs> or or whatever. And uh, fellas, I don't I'm, I don't do that route no more. All that stuff on George Perez stories, the Craigslist stories. I don't I don't fuck with uh, husbands wives no more. I don't do that <laughs> shit. So please stop sending me pictures and DMs. I'm not with that stuff. But other than that, um. Subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Please rate review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave me some reviews or stars to make the podcast better. Uh, shout outs to uh, my boys, Gavin, Alex, my son Emiliano, and my daughter Luna. Daddy loves you. And uh, everyone else that follows the Mega Man podcast, that follows Dead Mouth Anarchy podcast, Kickback podcast, and everyone. Uh, I hope you love this episode because me having him on it made me understand uh, what uh, Gilbert is all about and the story from uh, Lost Souls into Dead Mall Anarchy. Oh, yeah. Other than that, uh, thank you for everyone who enjoyed this episode. And once again, uh, Dead Mall Anarchy, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. Yeah, man. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. Cheers. All right. Cheers, guys. We're out. Later. <laughs>